drank 15 beers. That's a whole lot of brew in one night. When you try and drown the memory from your mind. It took the 15 beers to get here. I don't know how many more till I leave. Take my change in tears and drink my 15 beers. Yeah. Well,
days short of pulling out of Kingsport, I was headed down to Houston town. Had a guitar packed in a burlap sack for exploiting my country sound. I bypassed Jackson, bypassed Memphis by the time I got to Arkansas. I sold my car and that black guitar for anything cool and tall. piece of advice that will help you much in life. The piece of advice is don't do dumb shit. 
Good morning, ass family. And I will not be the first one to say it. I will allow that one to the first one here today. And by the way, the first one here today was Hangtown Jen. Oh, crap. It is now time for another poop word of the day. Tonight, you're going to go take poop. Just say you're going to go sink the tidy bowl man. There you go. Sink the tidy bowl man. I didn't realize two of those could be playing at once, so that's why it was so loud. But she says, good morning, ass family. May the 4th be with you. That's right, that is today. Today is May the 4th, meaning it is Star Wars Day. Dorks everywhere, rejoice! And she says, and yes, I specifically logged in early to be the first to tell that dad joke. Very good. Well played. Well played. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Artie State Show. I hope everybody's doing good this morning. I'm doing fantastic. Uh, It's Thursday. We're here. Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy today. I got a special guest tomorrow, my buddy Hutch, who we can count on. Former political science uh, professor, history teacher, golf pro, former military uh, veteran. I should just say veteran, not former military. He's a veteran. Uh, He and I texted each other back and forth last night. He is not very happy with the way the country is going. And I was like, you know, I'd love to have someone with your educational level on this show. And he agreed to it. So hopefully we'll keep our fingers crossed that he doesn't, you know, dick us over like the fucking liberal did the other day. Uh, but that's yeah. That's neither here nor there. Okay. All right. All right. We we got bigger fish to fry. Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy here today. May the fourth be with you today. Good mornings. Going through them right now. Trash Panda says, "May the fourth be with you." Right back at you there. Uh, live long and prosper. Uh, Battleborn says, "Good morning, Doctor States and ass family shit." Yes, sure. Happy it's Thursday and it's ass time. Indeed it is. Gold says, good morning, assholes. And Arnie, one more day. What up, Lake Tahoe Joe? Oh, I, I, I'm looking for Joe and I have, a, I, I have a special treat to throw at Joe today, and I can't wait. Hey, konnichiwa, bud. What's up? How's it going? Domo arigato. Around here, we speak American. Okay, bud? Mage says, good morning, ass and AIG. Last night, my wife and I finally saw Cocaine Bear. Boy, that is a heck of an anniversary date right there. Uh, oh, my God, it was so funny. So Japanese word of the day is Kuma, translation bear. Yeah, a fucking Cocaine Bear. We need more movies like that. Renfield, John Wick 4, Sisu. If I could see just nothing but movies like Sisu for the rest of my life, I would be the fucking happiest guy in the world. Uh, Sassy Pammy, the show wrecking homewrecker. Hey, how you doing? Remember yesterday when we were talking about fish and fish semen? And I was talking about how they ejaculate it, and you know, oh, they probably take that when they, they render the fish. Well, thank you. I still haven't forgotten that. Nor will I ever. Oh, my lucky Whoa, whoa, whoa. Little Roscoe has crawled into the studio. Man, oh, man, that's crazy. Oh, man, hold on one more time. Oh, my lucky stars. 
cars? The one, uh, the only bratty kid is all up in the house. Fuck you, fat fucking hunky. Hey, easy does it. She says, outdoing a man's work. Hey, you wanted to cut the grass, so man it up, gal. V. Coop says, I owe Arnie a public apology. Yesterday I called in to say I had a beef with him. I forgot to mention that beef was vegan friendly. Well, good, good, good. I'm glad it was vegan friendly. Um, Chazman says, good morning, ass family. Is everyone ready for this week to be over? Is it just me? Happy Friday Eve. I hear you. Uh, let's see. Where do we go here? We got to go to these sound effects and go. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Uh, Cowboys Girl says, good morning, ass family. Oh, looky there. There is my man. Well, Lottie freaking God. Great Fire says, how's everyone doing today? We're doing good. You're out says, good morning, y'all. It's going to be a good day. I think it is. I think it's going to be a fantastic day today. Good Darren says, good morning, ass family. Hey, happy Lake Tahoe Joe Day. Stinkfist says, morning, ass. Uh, A's recap, up 2-0, then the bullpen gives up 7. Arnie, the Rangers pin is nowhere near as bad as the A's. Bullshit they aren't. They are just as bad. Uh, Rangers start a 10-game road trip. Last three are going to be in Oakland, so hopefully, it, maybe the, maybe the A's will sweep them in that one. I don't, I don't know. Or last four, they got a four-game set in Oakland coming up. Hey, rise. Good morning to you. I hope that you're feeling better. I hope that every day you get a little bit better. You're back on the mend. Uh, Derek. Becca. Becca. He says, "Good morning, ass family. It's Friday Eve, so let's do this." Oh, hey, Roscoe. You can't be playing with Evil Knievel. No, 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 no. No, my wind-up evil Knievel is my wind-up evil Knievel. I'm telling you right now. Am I babysitting right now? I didn't know that. Uh, A good friend of mine and an Army vet is getting a bionic finger today. So many finger jokes, so little time. Very, very true. Oh, looky here. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company dime. I took a dump at work. Sorry, I had to put Roscoe in his jumper. Um, good morning, Alicia. How are you? Hope that you're doing well this morning. Uh, Cowboys Girl says, I'm not a big Star Wars fan, but I love the Mandalorian, so I'm going with it. Uh, this is the way. All right. Uh, let's see. And then I mentioned Adele. Oh, oh, yeah, yes, you did. You did that. And then look at that. Oh, how convenient. You do it again. Hello, Mm -hmm. it's me I was wondering if after all these years you'd like No, I I, I don't want to meet you. Shut up. Uh, Let's see. Good morning to you, Mr. Corky. Uh, Roscoe's finally at the age where he's going to be snagging Arnie's toys. Yes, that's what we had to break him off from. Uh, I have some old family glasses in there and stuff, and I don't want him pulling that off there. Uh, So there you go. Uh, let the hilarity ensue. Oh, no, I watch that kid like a hawk. I mean, I'm on that kid all the time. When he's, when he's up and around, I'm on him. I know what, I know everything that's happening around him. As long as he's around my stuff. If he's around anybody else's stuff, I don't care. <laughs> Not true. Um, all right, where do we start today? Where do we start today? Oh, I know. Let's start with Budweiser, shall we? <laughs> 
Uh, did you watch? Yes, I did watch the new lasso yesterday, and I commented. I thought it was terrible. I thought that was one of the worst episodes. Look, look, fuck Nate. I'll say it again. Fuck Nate. I don't want to ever see Nate happy. I want to see Nate suffer. I want to see Nate get prostate cancer and then get ear cancer. And 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 I don't I don't like the fact that he's got a girlfriend now. Fuck Nate. I, I can't say I, the most hated character I've ever seen. I watched the uh, I watched the end of episode or season two the other night. Oh man, my hatred just rebuilt for Nate. Can't stand that little bastard. Um, Bud Light is giving a free case of beer to every wholesale employee as it begs forgiveness after the Dylan Mulvaney fiasco. As an expert warns, the firm's compass is broken. Uh, I have this feeling you'll soon be saying what my dad said to me. Don't touch this. That's special and collectible and breakable. I paid good price for it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I will be saying that stuff. Um, a case of beer to all their wholesale employees. I mean, that's it, uh, nice. But do you really think you should be giving beer away since you've lost so much money? I mean, is this all the beer that, that was not ordered that y'all are just trying to get rid of and you don't want to give any you know flat beers to anybody else? I hope they are zero forgiveness and they go completely broke. Make them an example to everyone. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. <clears throat> I don't want to see Budweiser go out of business. I think they made a gigantic mistake. And I think it is going to cost them a lot of money and a lot of time. But there are a lot of people that, quote, unquote, work for Budweiser, distributorships, things like that. They have no say whatsoever at what goes on at the highest levels. But their entire livelihood is based on the parent company. And I feel for those people. I know a lot. I've met a few of those people around the dealings that I've had to deal with in radio. And those are salt of the earth people. They're just trying to deliver beer to their fellow man. They, they have nothing to do with the marketing of it. They have nothing to do with it. And those are the people that are getting punished right now. The CEO of Budweiser is still a gazillionaire. Uh, all the higher-ups at Budweiser, they're still doing fine. It's the people in the distributorships who have nothing to do with anything that are the ones who are suffering for this. And that's why I don't want to see Budweiser go out of business. I understand where you're coming from. And I understand the zero forgiveness because this has been so overblown and so just ridiculously un-American of forcing us to believe that you're something you can't physically ever be. I can't wait until somebody paints their kid red like a fire truck. I mean, look, look you, you might laugh or snicker at that, but it's, it's right around. We, we allow kids to use fucking litter boxes to crap in at school. We had a parent the other day who said her biological daughter she knew was transgender when she was three and she was eating green vegetables. And people are going, well, that's science. That's a, what science? 
In my opinion, my father-in-law has been drinking Bud and Bush for decades. Even uh, even he said, fuck them. They don't care about their loyal customers. No, they don't. They care about the bottom line. The higher-ups do. A very public firing of their management is the only way to save face. That's, a, that's an idea. Uh, Ogre Buenos Dias, my friend. They can do what Biden's first puppet told everyone to do with the pipelines. Just get another job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Uh, they already do that. If you work at Bud Plant, you're going to get a case a week for free. I have a friend who works there and doesn't drink it, but still takes the case, and then he sells them. Of course. I'd probably sell them to underage kids. Three times the markup. But um, this is getting to be just it, it, it's it's stupid. This this has been the stupidest thing we've ever gone through. That we we stand up for people and we say, well, he thinks he's a female. Well, he can never be a female, no matter what, no matter what you cut and sew and put into place. And that, that you, you're not going to get a uterus transplant because it won't take. Why? Because your body will reject it, you fucking retard. Um, they hate blue-collar workers, and that was their P1, so fuck them. Okay. Um, happy Thursday, Ask Family Swoosh says. And why no backlash for Nike? They partnered with Dylan Mulvaney, and yet they were citizen uh, for docking pay if representation who got pregnant, even releasing contracts of pregnant Nike athletes saying they don't fit their ideas of athletic woman. But Dylan does? Jen, this is the thing that bothers me more than anything. You, you, just, you just hit such a home run, you put the Yankees back in first place. We all get mad at Budweiser and say, fuck you, Budweiser. How many times do we have to say, fuck you, Nike? Nike uses underage Chinese kids to put shoes together. We know that. They practice a form of slave labor. We know that. They pay athletes who say, fuck the police and fuck the American flag. They pay that person millions upon millions of dollars a year. They also sponsor Dylan Mulvaney. When is enough going to be enough for the people to say, fuck you, Nike? And that's a hard one because you got to say, fuck you, Converse, under that umbrella. Fuck you, Cole Haan. There's a lot of shoe companies under the Nike umbrella. Are you ready to get rid of your Chuck Taylors? I don't have any anymore. I don't wear Nike. If I wear Nike, it's an old throwback jersey, and if I get rid of it, that's just stupid because I already paid for it. I will never buy another Nike product. If there's a cool hat out there that has a Nike logo on it and I buy it, I will fucking rip the light Nike logo off it. It's an awful company. And I know that they just had the little movie about the Air Jordans. And by the way, there's a story out there right now. And let me stop everybody before they find it and send it to me. Michael Jordan has not walked away from Nike. There's, an, there's a fake article going around saying Nike is severed ties or, or Michael Jordan is severed ties because they don't share uh, traditional ideals anymore. Something like that. 
What if Copenhagen did this? If Copenhagen did that, I would probably um, I would probably have to find something that was like Copenhagen. Same with Dr. Pepper. I, I would I, I, because I, I believe in I, I don't think that my I, I'm doing it for myself. See, that's the thing that people have to understand. You got to do shit for yourself for it to make it believe in your own head that it's going to work. And by the way, I don't care if people buy the Nike Pride. I, I, I don't. If you don't want to share in that hatred of that company, then that's fine. The, the, I don't. And if Copenhagen came out and said, hey, we're sponsoring Dylan Mulvaney, I would have to fucking find Skull or something like that again. Maybe I'll start chewing Levi Garrett. I don't know. Uh, those Nike Monarchs are the ultimate dad shoe, though. <laughs> Threw out all my Nikes once they started that woke shit. We don't support them either. Yeah. Fucking A. did <laughs> move over, Judge. Jen's got this. But the weird thing is, is that people still buy Nike products. I'm wearing my Nike Cortezes right now. They're not new, but I'm not throwing them out. I love these shoes. No, and, and this is the thing. This is the thing. If you bought Nike products two, three years ago before all the crazy wokeness started, I think all the people that burn their Nike stuff and, and, and burn that stuff, I, I think that it's ridiculous. It's symbolism at its finest, and symbolism is kind of subjective. But Nike already got your money. Why are you burning that? You're burning your own clothes. You have to go out and spend more money now to replace that. You need to get the new balance. That's the dad shoe. The the new balance. My dad, look, look, true story, and y'all know it. I went to see my dad for the weekend. We hung out all weekend. It was great one year. And as I'm leaving, he goes, hey. You didn't say anything about my new Nikes. Because he called them Nikes. Not Nike, Nikes. And I looked at them, and it, it had a gigantic N on there for New Balance. And I looked at my dad, I go, those aren't Nikes. I go, those are New Balance. Oh, Jesus Christ. I thought that was the name of this shoe, the New Balance. The Nikes New Balance. I laughed the entire drive back to Sacramento. The entire drive back to Sacramento, I laughed at that. And we laughed until the last day I saw him. That is one of my, hey, you didn't say anything about my Nikes. I truly miss his mispronunciations of everything. Shaquan O'Neal. Oh. He called Quentin Tarantino Clinton Tarantula once. My father could not pronounce. If it had more than two syllables, Dad was like, I'm out. Uh, I never bought Nike or Bud Light. I guess I was just ahead of my time. There you go. I have new balances for my indoor-only shoes. I must be the ultimate dad. The sporting youth wear Nike, not older crowd. They've looked at, uh, they've took a hit, but can't afford it, yeah? I love Jerry. Nike's New Balance LMAO. Oh my God, it was so he was so funny. He was so and I and here's the here's the kicker of this story. And, and I rarely tell this part because I, I felt bad for my dad. 
then it was a Sunday I left. And like I said, I, I laughed the entire home. And, of course, you know, he always wants me to call him when I get home, let him know I'm safe. So I call him, you know, I call him a few hours later. I was like, hey, it was good seeing you this week. And he goes, hey, are you fucking with me? And I said, what do you mean? He goes, are you fucking with me? I said, what? He goes, these are really not Nikes. I go, no, they're not Nikes. They're fucking New Balance. Oh, jeez. God, I miss him so much. Oh, I love these stories, though. Oh, with those kind of mispronunciations, Jerry would have made a fine <laughs> Piazzo Mobser. Oh, he was so great with those. Oh, so good. I wonder what he would be thinking. Uh, you, you know, this is what my dad was old school. I, I, I and and I, I hate talk, talk, take this into a dad conversation, but it's it's what I got. It, it, it's what I can give you that no other show can give you. I'll never forget this, and, and I'm not trying to put my dad down. I, I'm not. He was raised at a different time in a different era, and I know that, and that's the thing I love the most about him is that he stayed in that era. This, this, and I used to tell this story a lot more, but he got mad at me. I think when I was about... 13 or 14. Now, I, I want you to picture this. 13 or 14 years old, and we're coming from church. It's a Sunday morning. I'll never forget it. We, 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 we went to this non, new non-denominational church, and we just got done. Just got done with church. So you should think that you're kind of in a churchy mood. And it's springtime, so it's warm outside, so we weren't rushing home to get to a Cowboys game. So we go to IHOP. And I'll never, ever forget this because my mom was so just, she was, she was a little bit more progressive than Dad. And I'll never forget, this couple was walking out, and it was a big old black dude. And a little blonde white chick. And as they passed us, I wasn't thinking anything of it. I'm just walking in the store. My mom's to my right. I'm kind of like following them too, and he's to the left. And all I hear is, ah, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> right after church. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. I don't think that my dad would be putting up with this transgender stuff. <laughs> oh, all right. We'll move on. Oh, we, we have a, oh, this fucking idiot. Uh, I have a, a lovely, lovely, oh, no. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Oh, they took it down. Dang it, there was a tweet up yesterday um, from some transgender person that was talking about, and, and, okay, I'm doing it, I'm doing it, talking about my least favorite thing ever, periods. Nothing to kick you out of the Lord's Jesus mood than a biracial cupping walking out of high hop, yeah, oh, goddamn. Um, damn. 
So this dude is talking about using a tampon for the first time, and he says he has to lube it up. So it, 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 it's a man who thinks he's a woman, and he's purchased a tampon. Now, now ladies, I, I think I, I know the answer to this. But I, I stay away from this subject as much as humanly possible. Y'all don't use lube when you put a tampon up, do you? I thought it was like, you know, you pull the string, you, 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 you flop that thing, and then pull the string, and then the, the apparatus comes out. But I, I, I didn't think that you need any kind of Astroglide or, or, or you know, Vagisil. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry. So let's see. Uh, you don't need lube. Blood is lube. Yeah, that's what Dad always taught me. Blood is the best lube. Um, he does know tampons aren't for assholes, right? Yeah. Why is he using it? Where is he shoving it? No, no, you don't have to use lube for a tampon. Shove it in, remove the applicator, and carry it on. Yeah, see, uh, I wish I had the video. They, I, they obviously took the video down from Twitter because that person's a fucking idiot. Um, Jen, it's entirely possible when I worked at a Grateful Dead show, I told you no bottles or drugs or knives as you walked in. <laughs> I'm not a scientist, but it seems that lube would cover the tampon, making effectiveness less, and it wouldn't absorb easily. See, you're right. Yes, you are right about that. But this is why this is why this isn't a thing. This is this is not a thing. Look, look, we we all need. I, I talked to my my buddy Hutch is really really upset about this, this whole transgender thing, and I'm gonna share share with you the same thing I've shared with you and the thing I shared with him. The transgender movement is nothing but bullies, okay? And how do we combat bullies? I believe in bullies. I believe that society needs bullies, and society is getting judged right now. You stand up to bullies. Who was the first group to stand up to the bullies of the transgender, or at least one of the first groups? It was Netflix and Dave Chappelle. And Netflix and Dave Chappelle have prospered since they stood up because Netflix, and they're still on. People are still subscribing, even though they've gotten rid of all these shared passwords. Still one of the biggest streamers. You stand up to bullies. Now, when you don't stand up to bullies and people are going to judge you on it, you have the complete opposite of Netflix, and that is Anheuser-Busch. Anheuser-Busch is going to pay for the sins of going woke. And it's going to happen to other companies as well. It's going to happen to Maybelline. It's going to happen to um, Nike. And I love these people, these leftards, these progressives that support this whole trans movement. See, this is kind of why I like 
RFK a little bit. Now, I know that's crazy for me to say, but at least he's against the trans movement too. Or like that, And when I say against it, I don't mean that it should be illegal, but you, you shouldn't be cutting up kids, and if you're 18 you want to do this shit, you're still not a woman. You got to use men's restrooms, and if you get thrown in jail, you go to a man's jail if you're a man pretending to be a woman. Oh, and you can't play in our sports leagues either. There you go. This whole idea, this is already, and it's going to haunt these companies. You stand up to bullies. Companies that bow down will look at and will go, we don't want to work with you because you're weak. You're sorry. We don't want anything to do with you. That's the power that the American people have. These people that, that, that are on the left, that got, they're like, oh, I can't believe you're getting so mad at, at, at somebody on a beer can. Hey, Kettle, you're black. What about Aunt Jemima? What about Uncle Ben? What about the cream of wheat guy? They didn't do anything. They were just on the covers, but everybody got all butthurt over them. I didn't. But you yanked them off of covers. So you've completely lost that argument now. Touche. Uh, let's see. Um, I didn't miss the show. I was taken to my first dead show in L.A. and just a few months old, and my blast was the memorial for Jerry Garcia. It was a full circle thing for me. Uh, our dads were extremely similar. He could come home pissed and tell us he saw a beautiful white woman with a black guy. Then my sister married a black guy, and my dad practically became best friends with him. Yeah. Land of Lakes Butter. There you go, mage. The Washington Redskins. Here we go. Tit for tat. What has happened to the Washington Redskins since they sold and went woke? First of all, they're a shitbag organization who was, who was owned by a complete shitbag. But you see, it took a shitbag to cower down to the non-majority, the uber-minority of 2% of Native Americans had a problem with it. 95% had zero problems with the Washington Redskins and the logo. There's 2% air in there. 2%. And they changed it. And what's happened to them? They're being sold. They're a worthless organization. And now they're called the Commandos or whatever. The same will happen to the Cleveland Indians. What are they going to This This is my favorite when they erase this. And this is one of my questions I have for Hutch tomorrow is, all this shit we erased, how are you going to erase Major League? Many people consider the Major League Major League One as one of the greatest baseball movies ever. I, I can sit there and argue that it is. I can argue that it isn't. Are you going to black out Chief Wahoo on all the hats? Because now you're the, the, the gatekeepers or the guardians now or whatever the fuck you are. When your team was named after one of the first Native Americans to ever play in, in professional baseball, when you were the Cleveland Spiders, and an eight-year-old girl said to honor that player 
to call them the Indians? You want to go after the Kansas City Chiefs who have nothing to do with Native Americans? The Chiefs' nickname was given to him because the mayor of the city who brought the team to the city, his nickname was Chief. Oh, and how about let's go back to the Washington Redskins logo, which was drawn by a sitting Indian chief. How is that racist? Stand up to these people. Stand up to stupidity. Because that's what this is. This is nothing more than just stupid political correctness trying to make everybody get along. And those people that don't get along with it, well, they're the ones that are the problem. People like me, I'm the problem. There's a story I have about America's top CEOs now earn 288 times more than what their employees make. Well, hold on a second here. CEOs make more than the regular employees make? Um, seriously, I mean, you are literally too stupid to insult. Well, no shit. They do. They take on a bigger burden. They have a bigger responsibility than the fry guy at McDonald's. I don't know when it started. And I'm going on a rant now, so I it, we, we'll, we're we're gonna we're gonna follow this rant to where it goes. When did it become a crime to make money in this country? Anybody? Hank Down Jen says, "What about Squaw Valley ski, uh, ski Resort? Now, Palisade, they're stupid for it too. They'll they'll feel the repercussions of it." Just superimpose A's uniforms on the Indians. It's the same story going on right now, yeah? I'm not sure how removing Squaw Valley as a name makes anything better. I think it's worse. We just removed the name from public viewing. Now, no more spurious questions about those who don't know what a Squaw Indian was or is, and we've just erased their name. I think it's rude. When the loser socialists started to feel empowered, all the Bernie supporters and AOC supporters, Bernie Sanders said something. Where, where, where is this at? Somebody needs to explain. I, I thought I was pretty good at math. Obviously, I'm not good at math. I'm glad you brought up Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders has gone on the record to say, if you make over a billion dollars, you're going to be taxed at 100%. And then he says people can make it on $999 million. Now, pardon me for a second. Let's say you make a billion dollars next year. And Bernie Sanders is in charge of the tax code. And under the new tax code, if you make a billion dollars, you're taxed at 100%. Now, that means... Now, correct me if I'm wrong here. If somebody can figure this out for me, I'd really appreciate it. It means they take 100% of the billion, which leaves you with, uh, let's see, can we all count together? Dick, if you make $5 billion, 
you're going to be taxed at 100%, which means they will take $5 billion. <laughs> I don't know where they're getting this extra $999 million. Taxed at 100% means I have no money is what that means to me. I, right? I mean, I mean, I don't know where he's coming up with this other number. Working for free, that's called slavery. Well, shocking that a Democrat would be in favor of that. Whoops, did I say that? Did I, did I just speak history? I have an interesting history question for my buddy Hutch tomorrow. I can't wait to get to it. Um, but this war against the rich... Taxing at 100% means tax havens in the Cayman Islands. I believe that's called new math. Well, I appreciate it because when I saw the story, I was like, wait a second, where does that other $999 million come? You're going to tax me at 100%. 100%. I make a billion dollars and you tax me a billion. You, you tax me a billion dollars. Guess what I'm doing? I'm leaving this country. And I'm taking all the jobs that I created. And those jobs that I created for my billion-dollar company, they're gone, which means all the shit that they support is going to be gone now. So what you've done is you've taxed me at a billion percent, but you've also taxed this area that I live and do my business in. You've taxed them in ways they can't fucking come back. Congratulations. Is Hutch the one uh, that's like, no, no, Hutch is not that guy. Hutch is definitely not that guy. If I'm a black billionaire living in San Francisco, can I still apply for reparations? Yes. Absolutely. 100%. They ain't going to take that away from me. By the way, uh, both Nordstrom and Nordstrom Rack have shut down in downtown San Francisco. Saw that story this morning. I laughed about that due to the rampant crime. And I, I love how on Twitter, Gavin Newsom goes on there and he likes to shit can other states, Florida and Texas especially. But he was going after some other states. This is a man who's lost more business in California than I've ever seen. In the shopping mecca of downtown Union Square in San Francisco. That's a shopper's paradise. You have Macy's. You have Neiman Marcus. You had Nordstrom's. You're shutting down Nordstrom's, a West Coast high-end store, and you're shorting, shutting down its, its, its secondary store as well due to the fact that homeless people are shitting on the streets and there's open-air drug markets and tourists don't want to go there? And I haven't been there, and if you have and you can tell me, uh, I would imagine that this homeless problem has also moved down to, like, Pier 39, correct? Which, by the way, is nuts already with traffic on the weekends, or was. But now... You reminded me about an eye-opening moment I had. A few weeks ago, I was watching Ben Shapiro episode. 
He had a story about this tea kid whose mom was getting angry at her because she wasn't using her dilator, a device meant to keep her new fake vagina from closing up. So transgenders' fake vaginas require routine maintenance to maintain, so that means these surgeries are elaborate body modifications like piercings. Christopher? Correct the mundo. Yeah, they aren't real. And you're not going to be able to do a, a uterine transplant. That, that yesterday was a womb transplant. And then we looked up and said, well, there are uterus transplants. Yeah, but for women. Pier 39, horrible smells like piss. I can imagine. And one time that was, that literally, that was the tour capital of California. People love going to San Francisco. Went to the beach, saw glass in the sand, and homeless everywhere. No thanks. Yet, California's government does nothing about it. California's government lets murderers out on the streets. And people wonder why California is such a pit. I don't understand it. I think the northern part should secede from the southern part. And by northern part, I mean cut it off and fucking... But before you get to uh, Stockton, cut it off. Cut it off. Have northern California and then call the rest shithole. And the, the, the first city in shithole would have to be Stockton. Mmm, followed by lovely Modesto. Oh, don't think I'm leaving you out, Vallejo. Mm-mm. Then you get into Berkeley and all that shit. I agree. NorCal needs to separate completely. Hello, state of Jefferson. I don't care what they call it. Just get rid of the rest of it. Don't don't forget Chomos. They let them off easy. Oh, I believe. Look, look. The entire southern part of the state is, and by southern part of the state, I take it from Stockton on down. Oh, I forgot about Fresno. Sorry, Christopher. You're gonna have to dodge bullets in Fresno. Oof. They should cut off the coast in social, in SoCal. Yeah. Oh man, I mean it. And, and But the problem is that we as a people aren't smart enough to do anything about it. We just go, well, they're going to take care of it. They're going to take care. They're going to take care. And we sit back and we wait for them to take care of it, such as a whistleblower alleging that the FBI and the Department of Justice have documents revealing criminal, chemical, criminal scheme Involving the Bidens and foreign nationals. What? What? Are you kidding me? Oh my gosh. This day will stand in infamy, infamy, infamy. If you couldn't tell that was satire or me being a complete dick, I'm sorry. Whistleblowers alleging that the FBI and Justice Department are in possession of a document that describes a criminal... Why can I not say criminal? 
criminal scheme involving then-Vice President Joe Biden, a foreign national relating to the exchange of money for policy decisions, House Oversight Committee Chairman James Cormer and Senator Chuck Grassley said Wednesday. Um, 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 why is he not impeached yet? We impeached Donald Trump over a phone call. A phone call. They have documented evidence that while in office, Joe Biden received money for policy decisions. I mean, I'm completely... Surprise, surprise, surprise. What's it going to take? Now we have evidence. (laughs) We believe the FBI possesses an unclassified internal document that includes very serious and detailed allegations. Well, good, the FBI has it, which means it'll be destroyed. What we don't know is what, if anything, the FBI has done to verify these claims or investigate further. The FBI's recent history of botching politically charged investigation demands close congressional oversight. Yay! Close congressional oversight, which means nothing will happen. Woo! Uh oh, retard alert! Retard alert! Now, when you say, well, what do you mean, Arnie, nothing will happen? Well, this is what will happen. Is that we'll bring in the head of the FBI and we'll set him in front of yet another subcommittee with Senator Grassley and Comer. And they'll be asking this person questions like, is this document for real? Or, or, or whatever. And then the head of the FBI goes, well, documents that, uh, that are verified, we go through a long vetting process. What they'll do is they will not answer the fucking questions. And that's because the GOP has a bunch of vaginas. I want some of the gals, not Marjorie Taylor Greene. We got some other strong women in there. Marjorie Taylor Greene will probably choke somebody out. Lauren Burbrook, flash her boobs, which that would be fine, while holding an automatic weapon. All right, good for you. You practice the Second Amendment. Bravo. How about how about we say bullshit to all that and go no? You're going to answer the question. If you're not if you're not going to answer the question, I'm going to hold you in contempt and you're going to go to jail. I'm tired of this bullshit. The American people are tired of this bullshit. I I heard that one of the fucking broads on the View was upset that that Donald Trump or she was um disgusted that was the word that was used disgusted that donald trump did a um, town hall meeting because he's running for president she was disgusted at this i'm disgusted at your network for allowing that television show to be on with the amount of stupidity that that show i'm sorry i shouldn't say stupidity misinformation that sh- that show puts forward you should all be in jail yes i i, I said it I, I i i i believe that every member on that show the view should be put in jail for all the misinformation that they've spewed. Anthony Fauci should be fucking hung. This is why I this is why I can't be in charge. Cause see, I'm gonna be a ruthless leader. And if you fucked over the American people, well, guess what? 
Your ass belongs to me now. Fauci's hung in a town square. We put it on pay-per-view so people don't have to, you know, spend their hard-earned money to enjoy this. I mean, we'll have an online store. You know, I was there to watch Fauci hang. Maybe, maybe since 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 I'm, <laughs> what we're gonna do is this. This is what we're gonna do. <laughs> I'm gonna go to hell for this. But tomorrow, Cinco de Mayo. So enjoy this joke while it's here today. Oh, by the way, I already have music picked out for tomorrow, y'all. Yeah, I'm I'm the, I'm the funniest person alive. That's all there is to it. Um, what we do is we force feed Anthony Fauci all kinds of candy, and then when we hang him, we allow kids to hit him with a fucking bat or a stick until he busts open and the candy pops out. There you go. That's not too bad. Yeah, you might get a little guts on you, but hey, you're going to get a snicker. My mom watches The View every day, and unfortunately, I have to hear it. Makes my ears bleed. Dumb broads. They they really are. That show, that show is, that's what the name of the show shouldn't be The View. It should be just dumb broads. I mean, when I when I play this one sound effect that I have, where, where is, is he in Pastors? I think he is. This is from the movie uh, The Mighty Orphans, and this is a terrible football coach, and he was talking about a dumb idea, and he says, That's as dumb as letting women vote. I just think that's a funny line. That's as dumb as letting women vote. <laughs> Such a chauvinistic line, but so fantastic as well. Now, Joe Biden isn't the only one who's in a little bit of hot water. Good old Hunter. No, no, this doesn't have to do with his little, you know, rendezvous that he had with the uh, the stripper in Arkansas, London with a U. Let, let, let me read this in the excitement voice that I have. Federal prosecutors are reportedly close to deciding whether to charge President Biden's son, Hunter, in a four-year investigation involving tax and gun-related violations. What is there to decide upon? He lied on a federal fucking file for guns. He lied on it. He said he wasn't a drug user, and the motherfucker smokes crack. He bragged about smoking crack with Marion Barry. When he was at when he was at Georgetown, we've heard the tape. That was before he bought a gun. Liar. Sources close to the matter told the Washington Post that the attorney uh, is near a decision in the case, but the exact timetable remains unclear, which means there's still a chance they won't charge him. Anybody want to put odds on it? Will Hunter Biden get charged? I got to say the odds for Hunter Biden to be charged are probably 70-30 he doesn't get charged. I'll say it. I don't think he's going to get charged. And we're just all sweeping under the rug. Mm Mm-hmm. Now... I want to point something out. 
we have an election coming up. One of the questions I have for Hutch tomorrow, because he was a, uh, I think he taught at the University of Montana. He was a, a political science. Um, God damn it. That, t- that one's not there either? Come on. Uh, hold on a second here. Uh, let's see. YouTube. Let's see. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. What was that date? August 23rd, 1994. Is this it? Uh, is this the one where you're talking about? So 25 years after the 1994 crime bill was enacted, we are still having conversations about the import and where's, significance of the bill. Where's Joe Biden? Build more prisons. Are crippled. Wait, wait, wait. I want the damn Joe Biden number version of, of this. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'll have to Google this. Because I want you guys to hear what he has to say. Um, let's see. Go to Google. Go to that. Hmm. Let's see. Let's see if this plays here. Safeware is there when response is critical. Assisting in the classroom as you shape the future of America. Yeah, sure. Aware. Contain. You. That act inside the minority of the minority who believes that the House. Basically, freshman Congress people negotiated two and a half billion dollars of pork out of this bill. I mean, that pleased me no end. Now there's only five. All of us who are over in that body for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, endless hours debating with Democrats who were against the assault weapons ban as well as Republicans. My point is, all of this has been debated, and I say it for the following reason. Not to suggest that my friends on the Republican side the minority of the minority who accept or want all these amendments, or some of these amendments, not that they were happy, and we can debate that, and if I have permission to insist that the trust fund be put in place for my friends. Now, Madam President, we are in a situation where now we're told we have this great offer made available to us. Think about this now. Simpson voted against it, against a woman that for the first time at a federal level in our entire history, anyone who ever made an accusation against you, even if they kept it silent, one before us on the desk here, $1,000 per new officer hired. I can't find it, but what he said, he was, he was really, really, he put down inner city kids playing in a youth basketball league saying they all thought they were going to be the next Michael Jordan, and they're nothing but, you know, fucking scoundrels and whatever. Joe is, has and always has and will be a racist. Under the, under the definitions of today's modern word of racist, Joe Biden is a card-carrying member of the racist fraternity. I would also be a card-carrying member of that fraternity. Sorry.
under today's definition. Now, see, I just make jokes. Joe Biden made policy. See, there's a huge difference there. And that's the part that really angers me the most. Joe Biden put black people in prison for, for one crime under the crime bill in 1997. But, but if you make jokes or anything, you're the racist. You're the bad guy. We're going to elect this guy to be president. I might have said something that maybe hurt your feelings a little bit. Is 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 that what it is? Oh, okay, so you you would you would rather fucking get rid of me because I hurt your feelings, but him, he's going to take your freedoms and liberties away from you, and you're probably going to get raped in the shower quite a few times. But he's the good guy. Okay, got that. <clears throat> All right, now, now, now I know. Now I know. Okay. See, once again, this show this show is all about learning. I'm ready to get that federal grant anytime now. Uh, all right, last story here in the first break. Uh, once again, hold on, let me get the, the correct uh, sound effects out here. Ex-Barclay's boss, Jess Staley, is accused of abusing girls during a visit to Jeffrey Epstein's U.S. Virgin Island retreat. Surprise, surprise, surprise. After the pedophile financer told him to, quote, do what he wanted to do according to a lawsuit. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank was alleged to have facilitated, uh, facilitated sex trafficking by Epstein. That's the only story that we've gotten out of Ghislaine Maxwell being incarcerated for human trafficking so far in this whole Epstein story. I do this story just to, 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 to keep the, the spark alive that maybe someday. I, I, I don't know what's going to come out first, the, the transgenders manifesto in, in Nashville or the Epstein list. I mean, they'll probably tell us the truth about JFK before all that. The world is actually flat. We never landed on the moon. There's no such thing as Chinese people. It's all TV. They're all in makeup. I mean, what more? (laughs) I just, I have to laugh. I have to laugh that we've become such a, we have become a society that we need to know stuff. This is why we have computers. This is why we have phones that can do everything under the sun. Because we want to be informed. Yet you're not informing us of anything. Or you're informing us of shit that doesn't fucking matter. I love people that call out for justice. I want justice, 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 justice. No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't want justice. Because justice is blind. Justice is real. You don't want real justice. You take somebody's life, your life should be taken. You rape somebody, you're a pedophile, your life should be taken. Your life is useless. I'll say there's no... I, I, I'm sorry for, especially pedophilia, there, there is no, you're never going to get better. 
Okay, you're just not. I'm sorry. I don't believe in you. I don't believe that you're going to be rehabilitated and you're going to be a better person. I just don't. And I think if you're a rapist, it's the same thing. Bill Cosby is the one of the worst human beings to ever walk on the planet, and now he's free due to a shitbag fucking... <sighs> They wanted to honor a deal rather than protect women. Once again, the war on women. Well, he gave a name in another case, so he was a rat in another case, and you said, well, we won't prosecute you, and then you prosecuted him, he called you on it, and you had to let him go. What kind of dumb fuck makes that? I mean, seriously. We want Judy justice. You're damn right. She tells people to shut the hell up. Hey, 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 close your mouth. When I'm talking, I, I, I love, when she gets on, I, I like that. That's kind of funny for me. All right. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can hit me up on uh, Mixler as well. Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy is next. <laughs> From this valley they say you are going I shall miss your bright eyes and your smile For you say you were taking the sunshine That has brightened our path for a while So come sit by my side if you love me Do not hasten to bid me adieu But remember the Red River Valley And the cowboy who loved you so true
walk slow walking or sad singing Let them have a jubilee I wanna leave a lot of happy women I'm thinking pretty thoughts of me I wanna live fast, love hard, die young And leave a beautiful memory I got a hot rod car and a cowboy suit And I really do get around I got a little black book and the gals look cute And I know the name of every spot in town I wanna find them, fool them, leave them And let them do the same to me I wanna live fast, love hard, die young And leave a beautiful memory that we open the show with. I mean, I, I, I played Johnny Paycheck into the in, into the Kentucky Headhunters into Confederate Railroad. I mean, it don't get much more white fucking trash than that. That is mullet fucking banging music right there. Then we got Red River fucking Dave McEnany, Don Wasler and Farron Young. Yeah, yeah, y'all got an education this morning. Uh, Alicia says, I'm literally crocheting a baby blanket for my new nephew to be. And this music is making me feel more and more like an old bitty listening to it and crocheting. <laughs> that's funny. Cowboys Girl says, Alicia, that's great. I'm getting ready to bake bread, so I'm feeling it too. Maybe we should hit a bingo game tonight. <laughs> uh, Braddy Kid says, y'all tip your gardener. That shit's no joke. I almost died. See, Braddy Kid has taken on the role of gardener of the house, meaning she's cutting the grass. And, and she even bought a, an edger. Now, I, I I think the edge is a great idea. What she wore to edge today, I was kind of like, okay. Um, I told her to wear glasses, so she's like, I need a full helmet. And she wore her, her rain boots out there, but then yoga pants. Probably not the best pants to wear when you're edging. Just saying. She got that shit done. Looks good. Uh, we got to call Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy right now. And we have a special treat for Joe today. 
Because Arnie don't do that, Jen. That's why. Hello. The one and only Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy, please. Uh, he is in. This is he. Ah, Joe, it's Arnie. How are you, my friend? I am, well, I'm feeling really good. Yeah? You know, I'm, I'm open-minded. I'm accepting. <laughs> and I'm trying to get along with everybody. Good. Good. That's the way to be, Joe. Um, exactly. We, we have a lot of sports stuff to talk about, including a story you sent me, but we have to cover something first. Joe, you've been doing radio for how long? My first gig was uh, weekends at FM 107 K Reno in 1984. Wow! See, I started in 1991, so you got you got some years on me. Now you've played a lot of music in your career, and I want to ask you a, this: a radio type question, you'll you'll understand it. How are your ears? My ears suck right now. No, no, um, I, no. I mean, like, like, but what I mean by ears are how were you at picking music? Could you pick a hit? Please. <laughs> Judge of talent, for God's sake. <laughs> I, I am like Simon Cowell combined with uh, Barry Gordy and, uh, let's see, uh, David Geffen, okay? Wow. I mean, that's what I do. Wow. Well, uh, I, I asked that question because I was always uh, accused of having great ears because I remember the first time I heard this song, um, hold on a second. Let's get to the best of me. Audio Slaves, I Am the Highway. I got the, yeah. album, I got the album a week before it came out, and I heard that song, and I went to Pat Martin, who was a music guy in Sacramento. I said, this will be the biggest hit they ever have. And he's like, I don't know, bro. Biggest hit Audio Slave ever had, I Am the Highway. So my ears are good. My ears are good. But I need exactly. your help. People don't understand. Really quick, I want you to finish with that, of course. People don't understand. Like, Pure Rock, a station in Reno, they, they were one of, they played some stuff, one of the first band, uh, stations to play people like uh, Disturbed, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, oh, so anyway, go ahead. So, um, you remember a few years ago when Robin Thicke was sued by the estate of Marvin Gaye? Do you remember that? Um, I, I don't remember that. I mean, I, I, at that time, I was undergoing a sexual healing. Okay, all right. Well, um, uh, Robin Thicke produced this song. Everybody get up. Now, now the, the gloriousness of that song, it gave us our first glimpse at a, a topless Emily Ratajkowski. We enjoyed that. Yeah, but he was sued by the estate of Marvin Gaye because he, they said they poached his song, which is... Joe, as someone who has great ears, do you hear the similarities? I totally hear. I mean, there's some ones that, I mean, how many beats can people make, right, over the years? It's crazy, but it's like, yeah, but somebody's got a match. But that one there is, you know, like people don't understand, you know, that uh, uh, made, who made more money? Uh, Rick James made more money off of MC Hammer using his music yeah. than he made off of Super Freak, okay? Right. So, 
He did. Yeah, he really did. And so, like, uh, that music just totally matches. In my ear, I'm going to say, yeah, I think you, I think you, maybe you didn't try it intentionally, but you heard that tune somewhere else and you put it on your own. Okay, I'm, I'm glad to have you on board because there is a giant class action suit against Ed Sheeran right now, the, the ginger fellow from Ireland, and he has come out and said if he loses his case, he will quit music. Now, I want to know. This is his one of his big hits, Thinking Out Loud. Listen up. When your legs don't work like they used to before. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna take it a and little further. And I can't in, sweep too. you off of your feet. Darling, I will be loving you till we're 70. Baby my now, he is being sued also by the estate of Marvin Gaye because they said he ripped off Let's Get It On. Now, Joe. I got a lava lamp. I got to shut up really quick. Hold on. Okay. In your opinion, is Ed Sheeran guilty? I, I'm not. I'm not saying what. I, I mean, we 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 don't have like a a superstar digital connection. But I don't think it doesn't ring a bell with me. It doesn't sound. I don't. I'm not catching that. Okay. All right. I, I now, show me because if you are, maybe I'm just something blipped out or something. But it, it, the, the first comparison, you, you that one sounded pretty. I was like, yeah, something's right. going on there. This one, but the, the let's get it on. It, I was waiting for the other song. I, I, I didn't feel it's not as good as the other one. It's not as close as the other one. But okay. But make the play again. Um, no, I, I'm not going to. They, they have. I, I saw a video on this, and Ed Sheeran in one of his concerts goes from thinking out loud right into "Let's Get It On." This was about seven years ago in concert that he went right into it. Now a lot of like, and he claims oh, that he mashes yeah. up a lot of songs. And Stinkfist says I, I don't hear it. I hear it a little bit, but a hundred million dollars. And first of all, Ed Sheeran ain't going to quit music. No, he's not going to quit music. He's never going to ever quit not combing his hair either. Right. Right. I mean, uh, you can buy this man a brush, and he's not going to use it. Does he hang out with the prime minister there, and they just say, fuck him, we're not combing our hair? Tony Blair? You know, thank you, Joe. No, that's the prime minister. Yeah. Boris. Boris. No, no. What, what, oh, oh, yeah, it was. It was Boris Johnson. Wasn't his, that his Boris name? Boris Johnson, right. The other guy like, went through a car wash and doesn't yeah. realize that your, your hair got messed up, buddy. Hey, hey, and the Owen Wilson look is done and over, okay? We all use combs now, or we shave it. You know, and lifestyle. You know, that's just... I'm still glad there's people out there. If you get a fucking haircut. Yeah, amen. My God, support your lo- local barber for God's sakes. I, you know, I was waiting on the, the the blurred lines kind of thing with that, but it was the let's get it on comparison. You know, there was that bang. So you know, I I, I, I mean, there was, but it wasn't as, as close as the other one. But you know, it's so hard. I mean, that guy sued Tom Petty. Remember, Tom Petty sued somebody, and it's just they take it right down to you know they got some. 
you know, a digital thing, computer screen where they're blip, blip. Now listen to their blip, blip, yeah. you know, like, you know, it's just, so it's really bizarre, but there's some, you know, if, if, but what the P Diddy it doesn't if P Diddy claims he never used the police song, we know that's a lie. Right. I mean, I mean, he still pay. You know, he pays. Um, the the story is he pays Sting two thousand dollars a day to use every breath you take. I drop V U whatever whatever. You know, I met, I wrote the lyrics for that, but whatever. Yeah, I I, I know you were there. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I was trying to do the P Diddy part. I couldn't think of a line. Um, but uh, so we agree. Uh, all right. So the the consensus of the Arnie State Show is that this case should be thrown out. I believe I believe it should be. I I don't know about the borderline kind of one, but oh, the borderline. The Ed Sheeran just hang in there and throw it out because okay. I just don't. I just don't. I don't think he tried to attempted to try to steal like he couldn't come up with one of his own, so he stole one. I don't think that happened. And here's the, here's the saddest part of the whole thing is that he had a Mrs. Grandma's funeral. Lady turned ninety eight, or she's ninety eight years old. She died, and she's a big part of his life. He had a Mrs. Funeral because he had to be at this case. So that kind of sucks. Yeah. Uh, that, that really, and, and and I'll say this: Ed Sheeran's a very talented guy, very very talented songwriter. Ugliest motherfucker in the world, though. Ugly, ugly, ugly. I mean, God and that's damn. what I'm saying. That, yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. Okay, first off, if you are a rock singer, singer of any type, okay, number one job. That is the one job that you will score chicks. Okay, oh, yeah. I don't care. You could be a WWE guy. You could be a boxer, but you could you know really really be an asshole or or look really ugly or stupid. But you're a rock singer. No, you're on, you're on board. The chicks are all over you. They are riding your jock. and you comb your hair like that, really, bro? Yeah, I I mean I mean seriously. Um, all right. Now we've got some stories to talk about. You sent me a story this week. You got to explain this to me. What happened at the University of Nebraska this week with volleyball? Nothing happened this week. They are, as you know, I, when I moved out to uh, Nebraska, you know, I, I I learned about what being, uh, you know, as you know, growing up in Texas, what being a sports fan is. Yes. You know, I mean, out here, it's, it's their way. Oh, what's the package? Well, I think they had 6,000 at the game. They lost to Boise State, and this is when Boise State was nothing either. We're in the, the Western Athletic Coast Conference or something. Um, I go out there, and there's, you know, 10,000 showing up for the, for the high school wrestling tournament. Right. There's People are going nuts. Well, the Nebraska women's volleyball team has always been up at the top. That we played pickup games, and when the Nebraska coach, the volleyball coach, hit the floor, if you heard one dribble, there were three courts, you know, pickup games. Right. And, and he, he had a chip on his shoulder because he wouldn't get respect like the football team. But when he showed up to coach the Lady Huskers, one, you bounce that ball one time, and you'll get in trouble. Like, get off the court. This is where. So they're very good. They're going to set the record. In 48 hours, they sold 82,000 tickets wow. for women's. Volleyball game, and it will be played at Memorial Stadium in September. That is awesome. Yeah, now, that yeah. is fantastic. For women's NCAA volleyball game. Now, is it a real women's volleyball game, or there going to be some dudes playing? I they've asked me to check the genitalia of all contestants. <laughs> that is really that. You know what? See, 
this is why I love college sports so much is because they can do things like this. I love well, that 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 right there is fantastic. You know, and the, what happened was, you know, the big red machine, you know, Nebraska, Oklahoma, you know, Bob the Bad, then uh, Tom Osborne comes along, suffers, suffers, goes for two, walks off the field with a big set of nuts, but no national championship, buddy, and wide right, and everything, and he finally gets it in a. And and we finally we had the words that we could be the greatest team, the '95 team ever. And now we're we're shrouded in less than mediocrity, and that's what the Nebraska fans did. They rallied behind they they rallied behind the women's volleyball team. They rallied behind the men women's basketball team. They just show up. Those motherfuckers show up, bro. You, you know and who, that's, you, really you, know, cool. you know what they should do, and I'm I'm telling you this because I saw this on Real Sports and it blew me away. The women's volleyball team is good. The football team is good at Nebraska. There is one team at Nebraska that dominates everything. Guess they, what? They, they just finished, they finished third oh, this year. Well, anyway, they need to set up a bowling alley for the women's <laughs> bowling team at Nebraska. They've won like 58 national championships. They also do that. There's a tranny thing going on there nobody talks about. Anyway, um, <laughs> but... But, but um, yeah, no, you, you were the one that told me that, Arnie. You were yeah. the one that said, hey, Murph, the women's bowling team, which is also, it's a club sport in college. You look it up. Anyway, not you, but, mm-hmm. yeah, look, it's a club sport. It's not Sankey, but there's a, you were the one that told me the women's uh, bowling team is phenomenal. Yeah. And I checked it out. It's just out of the blue. They just had the NCAA championship. They finished third this year. They were bummed. Wow, boy, that's that that's a down year for them. Those gals, they, well, they ain't gonna make them run because they're bowlers. Oh wow, my God, the anchor chick could not finish the uh, you know the sixteen pound porterhouse get your picture on the wall <laughs> deal that year. Usually she's got no problem with that. She was uh, bummed. The, the 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 first team meeting is always in Amarillo at the Big Texan. Anybody who can't finish the old 97 or they don't get on the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going through Kansas, and a couple got lost in a cattle drive. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, speaking of Kansas, Jackson Mahomes, the younger brother of Chief Star quarterback Patrick, has been arrested and charged on aggravated sexual battery for something that happened a few weeks ago. What do you think about this? Uh, that's the one thing I didn't look into depth. I've heard of him getting in a little trouble before, mm-hmm. Patrick's, because you know, you know, big bros like you know. If I come to Ar- Arnie, there's a chick at the bar, and I get a couple bucks. Arnie throws me a five. Thanks a lot. Whatever, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, your brother. Yeah, what's your, here? Take the Bugatti, and here's a couple <laughs> grand. You know, so he's gonna find trouble for sure. Because he's got his big bro right now. Is he younger? He's young, yeah, yeah, correct? He, he's a younger brother, yeah. and there is video of the incident. It happened in a nightclub. He grabbed, like, the owner or whatever, this chick, and forcibly kissed her and was groping her. And she went to the police, and they got it all on video. But you, you got to think that Patrick Mahomes carries a little bit of weight in Kansas City. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. And I'm sorry to tell you, Arnie, but you've got uh, mistaken. That's a Biden video. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I didn't say he was sniffing the hair. I mean, oh, 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 okay. All right. Okay. So, yeah. Is it in in an elevator or is it where is it at? It's in a club. It's like in a, a VIP section. You can see it. And by the way, Joe, did you know why Joe Biden won't visit any children's cancer hospitals? 
Uh, I think I heard it before. It got a little snuggly, snuggly or something, but no, no, I, no, no. I, I just know that the people are weirded out by the dude around their kids. No, no, they, because there's no hair to sniff. Because there's no hair to sniff. Hair to sniff. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Nay's most distasteful joke. We'll be right back. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's crazy. No, I love that. I didn't know you were setting me up for a joke. Yeah, (laughs) that's why I'm so good at it. That's awful. (laughs) (laughs) You need to watch Shallow Hal tonight or something. (laughs) I mean, we could. uh, You you know what? Sluice says it. I mean... We we could listen to Don Imus and always. You're in a nightclub, for God's sake. What do you think is going to happen in a nightclub? People are drinking and doing drugs. Yeah. There are women there, and uh, and the people have guns. So yeah. anyway, go ahead. Uh, there you go. Don Imus knows it. I mean, if Don Imus gets it, we should all get it, shouldn't we? And there was a who was that little guy? He was a little guy, like five something. He's outfielder for the Angels. He's a Hispanic kid, but of age. But he took home like a 15-year-old uh, at nightclub. Oh, He's in there dancing away. Guarantee she didn't look 15. She looks like she's been putting on makeup for 15 years. But <laughs> she didn't look 15. So who's, whose fault is that? Does he need to check ID or is that the club's fault? Boy, oh boy. That's a, you know, that's, for the Angels. He's got a lot of trouble for it. That's a tough call right there. I mean, you know, as an athlete, I, I wouldn't be I, – I, I would say, hey, I got to see your ID. I, I, I yeah, can't say yeah, that. Yeah. You're that high profile. Yeah, you got it right. Um, all right. Uh, what were your thoughts, just real quick, uh, on the NFL draft? Were you happy with what the what what the uh, Steelers did? Were there any any big surprises for you? Yeah. Did Did anybody get yeah, really I, really good? You know, I, I I'll take what the Steelers got. I mean, I don't. I can't. You know, some of the guys that go early, they won't play in a year. Other guys will, you know, will play. They'll be the Jerry Rises. So I didn't totally, but I did follow the Dion thing, which I think is so hypocritical. It's a, a shame to the NFL. I did follow that part. You know, you tell 50 guys to take a hike from Colorado, and then you're, tell, you're telling us that uh, we didn't, that we're racist because we didn't draft any historically black college or university players except for one from Jackson State. Go to the combine results and scroll down every combine result. And when you find a, a, a Slack member in there that's in, that's in the top, whatever, in, the, in, in it at all, then they, they, how, why are we supposed to draft them? Um, uh, you, 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 you got to the story. Um, yes, Deion Sanders says he's ashamed that the NFL only drafted one player from an HBCU, a historically black college university. Um, I, 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 I really do like Dion, but I think Dion has become a little too big, and Dion is believing in Dion too much. Because you're absolutely yeah. right. I hate that that we have uh, the NFL, which have to hire so many people of color rather than hiring based on their accomplishments or their 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 skills. We have to base it on the color of their skin, which is not what Martin Luther King Jr. wanted. Exactly. And the, the, and the best athlete, the best candidate for the job. Now, when, well, oh, you, you say, you martyr, you say, Dion, he went to Jackson State. But did when he went to Jackson State, did he ask not what 
your school can do for you. Ask what you can do for your school. No, he didn't do that. Mm-hmm. He he was on his ride to a uh, power five, and that's his, his whole goal. And he wasn't there to stay. He wasn't there to Martin Luther King Jackson stay or anything. I mean, I truly believe he was just you know, and he can he, he can get some players. You, you and me both know that he's gonna waltz into oh, a grandma Ethel's home and sit down at the dinner table, and and I'm gonna educate your son, and you're going with you're going with Coach Bryant, you know. Uh, Saban's coming tomorrow, but I really like Coach Brown. He's going to get some great athletes. It's it's good to have him. Um, but I really think he's he's just try, I mean he's just he's he's trying to get ahead, trying to get to the top. He's he's prime time. Let me ask you this, Joe. What's Dion's in game? What's what what what's his mecca? Because I know it's not Colorado. Uh, Super Bowl, NFL, maybe. See, I don't I I don't think that he'll coach in the NFL. I, I, because because coaching in the NFL, it, it, it's a special trait because you're coaching professionals. You're, right. You're, okay. See, he's yeah. still kind of daddy, and, and he's in well, charge. you don't have to babysit as much. That's one good part. But, yes, you deal with the egos. I mean, I was telling a friend yesterday, you know, I don't care if you're Pat Wright. He's got to wear the Hugo Boss suit, the slick back. He's got to be the – look at who he do. He's not – he doesn't have Marcy who wears braces, and she's a new cashier that he's the boss of. He's the boss of magic. You know, it's right. so these guys, you know, just – you, you got you to gotta show up too, you know. And so – uh, you know, you're on yeah, an even playing ground. You know, these guys are big, you know, they're, uh, and you're their boss. So you got to, that's a, and that's a tough role, you know, when you got to be in charge, but these guys are like, what, you know, yeah. I'm the man. Um, a Dion, uh, he just, I think he wants to be, I think he wants to be known as like a, uh, a giver, a philanthropist or, you know, uh, uh, or, or uh, an activist, you know what I mean? I look at him now, now the more I see him, and I still will argue he's one of the greatest football players of all time. I see him as trying to become a savior. Because when he yeah. first went to Jackson State, he was trying to save that. And, and was it real? I don't know. Was it all to get to Colorado? So Colorado then could take him to, what, Florida State? or Georgia, Alabama, right, yeah. Texas, yeah. What is, is that his end goal? Because see, I, I look at guys, when you say the NFL, I look at, the greatest college coach, and it pains me to say this, but the greatest college coach is still in the game today. His name is Nick Saban. Right. Nick Saban failed terribly at Miami. And that's because right. Nick Saban coaches a certain way, and you can't coach professionals that way. Do you know who else had that same problem? A fellow by the name of Lou Holtz. Now, granted, he has a terrible speech. You can read him off of Woody Hayes, yeah. a Tom Osborne even. I mean, there's guys that, that are, you know, you, me and you know who they are. These guys are going to get your kid an education. Right. They're going to play smash mouth football. They're going to play clean. And they don't, they can't, they can't, they don't have time to lie and cover up shit. Um, like, 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 Lou Holtz tried to coach the New York Jets, but he failed miserably because his coaching style wouldn't work. We can we can extrapolate that to the NBA as well. Who is the yeah. greatest college basketball coach that you think ever lived? Um, besides yeah, John Wood. Besides John. I'm going to go, I'm gonna go with Dean Smith. Okay, all right, Dean Smith. His ways wouldn't have worked in the NBA. My personal yeah. favorite coach of all time is Bobby Knight. 
Okay, yeah, he's right there too. I forgot about. Yeah. I love him. I love him because that's how Coach Sellers was at Wooster High, where I went. It was a no. It was no sissies. Fuck no sissy ball out there. Bullshit. You got grabbed by the the face mask, and you got whatever, and you got yelled at, and you heard some curse words that you hadn't heard in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the kind of coach. And I'm so sick of this pussy bullshit. So yeah, yeah, no, yeah, never worked in the NFL, right? Yeah, and 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 Bobby Knight would not have done well in the NBA. But would, 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 hey, would uh, the, the coach of Hoosiers, Gene Hackman, done well? In the NBA? No, <laughs> no, no, he would have done terrible. I think, I think Dennis Hopper is the coach, is more like an NBA coach. Yeah, have a cocktail, relax, right. Uh, look, Steve Spurrier in Washington, uh, uh, Meyer in Jacksonville all failed. It's a Barry Switzer. Yeah. Well, well, Barry Switzer was handed the keys to a fucking. Nice he wrote coattails in, right? You know, and then yeah, but and, and he, he did win a Super Barry Bowl. Switzer's the college coach. Yeah, Barry Switzer, the college coach, amazing. Even though we gave him his greatest play ever, thanks, Daryl Royal. I don't know. And guys like Jimmy Johnson, this this is why they're specials because there are not many of them that can do it. And I don't think Dion is that guy. I think Dion will be a great college coach. He already showed that he's a good college coach. I think he can be a great one. Just shut up. Just just coach. You know, that's all I'm saying. Do you want a do you want a uh a, an Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Garoppolo quarterback? You're an NFL coach, or do you want uh a Patrick Mahomes uh, Jalen Hurts quarterback? Oh, I, I I would rather have the 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 second one because those guys are winners, and, and they do well. Yeah, they're team leaders, right? And now Aaron Rodgers, he is kind of a winner. I think I I, I, I think okay. But uh, see, this is why I had such a problem with the draft, and, and I I don't understand it. Like the the first we and we talked about it a little bit, but the first three picks were quarterbacks that maybe the kid from Alabama will do okay. Ohio State's never turned out a good NFL quarterback. And the kid yeah. from from Florida who went to Indy, the guy had 13 starts. Didn't Florida lose three of those games? He only had 13 yeah, you, starts. You texted me that. Yeah, right. 13 right. starts, yeah. and he gets drafted fourth in the NFL, and they're going to put a franchise behind this guy? Well, what had happened is they played blurred lines. There was a lot of Molly at that party. <laughs> and that brings us to the story out of ESPN where Bomani Jones, who, who's a moron on that network, floated the idea that if the NFL is concerned if more black quarterbacks like Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts start to become the face of the sport instead of white quarterbacks like Josh Allen and Joe Burrow, implicating that he thinks that the NFL is racist and they don't want this to happen. Is the NFL racist? If if Malcolm X was a quarterback of the New England Patriots, is he going to start Tom Brady or is he going to start, um, uh, let's see, uh, 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 Lovey Smith. No, I'm trying to think of a, of a, you know, Lamar Jackson's okay. Okay, Lamar Jackson. Who are you going to start? Tom Brady, Lamar Jackson, okay? Uh, Coach Malcolm. Yeah, in, in his prime, I'm going to start Tom Brady. I'm Tom Brady. I need to win ball game. If you don't win a Super Bowl, we're going to probably sue you. See, this, this is my problem, and, and I'm going to sound bad for this, and I know I'm going to sound bad for this. Patrick Mahomes is the face of the league right now, and they all tout him as a black quarterback. 
He's a half-white quarterback as two. Nobody says that, but that's okay. Um, is he not black enough for Bomani Jones? I, you know, one time I heard a guy talk about that. I heard the black guy, the, the, you know, the boys on the corner, uh, uh, Colin Powell ain't black. I'm like, he looks pretty black to me. Yeah. Colin Powell did. I mean, maybe he knows how to sign a fucking check. Okay, but whatever. But, you know, he looks pretty black. I mean, what do you mean he's not black? But so, yeah, I mean, it, it's just, you know, and, and the thing is, with, when it comes to that kind of competition, you got to, we want the best talent, period. The best talent we have to have. And, and then if you look at it, what is the one business or area of our society where black and white, boy, they work as a unit, they get along, they each do their job, they, they hug, they jump on top of each other, they, they jump up and down on each other, they hug, they celebrate together. What, what, what facet of our society is that really good in sports? Sports and, 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 and there are others, but, but I, I understand what you're saying, absolutely. I don't I, – I, it's just factual, and, and by factual, I mean you can look at, at the times. Black quarterbacks have not achieved, and maybe it's because they haven't been given the opportunity, which I think that's horseshit, but they haven't achieved what white quarterbacks have. I'm sorry to say that. Not, not, you're right. They, they're not, they don't, and they, well, they don't, you know, when they go, when it's maybe starting to change the play, and they had to, fuck, we had to call timeout. Why? Because Leroy thinks he's supposed to be in the pistol, and we're not, buddy. We're in the eye, so I need you to back up over here, okay? Where they have to know everything, so you got to be super smart. And I'm not saying that it's just white people are smart. That's not what I mean. But there are so many things the quarterback has to do. You know that. You're the fat guard fucking block stupid over here. That's all you got to worry about when it's your turn, okay? But the quarterback has to know everything. It's a tough gig. It you is. Know? A- and it's like, yeah, and so it's like, we need a guy with everything out there. I mean, well, uh, you, you look look at the, this is one of the facets I look at. It's is, in, in team sports, and they talk about it, the movie The Untouchables, when, when Robert De Niro playing Al, um, uh, the Scarface Al Pacino, or Al Capone, when he hits the guy in the bat, he's talking about individual accomplishments versus team accomplishments. The quarterback's one and only job is to win the game, which means he needs to play, have the team play as a team. Okay, there's no – he can throw for a million yards and guys can – there are individual accomplishments he can achieve, but you can't achieve those accomplishments without the help of a team. Hello, LeBron. Yeah, yeah and, and, and that's the problem that, that a lot of these people – why was it that Tom Brady, after he won his fifth and then sixth Super Bowl, still wasn't the highest-paid quarterback in the league? He was like the eighth. Why is that? Because he's a team guy, and he wanted the team to have money so they could sign more players. Yeah, it, yeah. It takes wanted, that. Yeah, I want to win. Yeah. And, and today's modern athlete is all about me, 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 me. What am I and going to get? it's all about, hey, he, I don't care. Maybe you put more butts in the seat. Maybe you wear more bling, but whatever. You're, uh, you're a pretty good scorer, too. But, well, you know what? CJ made this much. So, guess what? I better. I got to make a little bit more. Yeah, and. Because that's embarrassing if I don't make more. Man, come on. I'm, yeah. I'm me. I, I need to be the king of, of the castle. And 
that right there, that's a sticking point. And, and, and I'm sorry that more black quarterbacks haven't won the Super Bowl. They've been given the opportunity. Lamar Jackson was given the opportunity last year, and he sat out because he was unhappy with his contract. So, I mean. And make sure you don't see a whole lot of massage, uh, you know, places. That would help, that, too, for some quarterbacks, yeah. right? I mean, and, and that guy still gets. Let me ask you this. Deshaun Watson, you bring this up. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, who got fucking hand jobs from about 40 different hookers in the Houston area. Allegedly. Allegedly. You know, it turned out he didn't sexually assault them. They were all pretty much ladies in the night to where, yeah, you know, they kind of. No criminal charges, right. And he gets traded to the, the Browns, and he has this enormous contract, one of the largest contracts in the entire league, and he's absolutely positively terrible. Yeah. Now, let me ask you. What happens if Deshaun Watson was white? Oh, he's he's he's, 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 I mean, he, he's jumped on. He, you know, I mean, uh, he's horrible. I mean, I can't believe all the breaks this guy's getting. He's gone. The league cuts him. He's gone yeah, from the yeah, league. Had enough. I mean, forty women. I mean, that that's rendering up in Buck and Bill Cosby territory. Well, it's a Tuesday night for me, but go ahead. I, I, well, you're an international sex worker. I mean, that, that's the thing about you. They got a lot of chafing going on right now. It's horrible. <laughs> anyway. But I mean, I, I mean, that's that's the the ridiculousness of all of this is that nobody wants to just tell the truth, and the truth of the matter is, is that white quarterbacks have historically been better. The end. You no. know, it's like to me, you know, when you watch ice dancing, can you really tell who won? No. I, I have no fucking clue. Right. So I know. So I, maybe you could say the race that there's not enough you know, uh, uh, African-American ice dancers, whatever. So at all, okay, maybe not. I don't know why this guy keeps winning. They all look pretty fucking good to me, you know. And so, but when you go to football, I pass for a bazillion yards. You pass for three. Who should play? You know, I mean, that's just the way the best guy. It's not a, it's not a beauty contest. There's no swimsuit addition uh, for quarterback. Back, you know, it's mm-hmm. you can you get the job done, and that's the guy who plays. I don't care if he's green. Yeah, um, uh, Swoosh says it's like the Michael Jordan versus LeBron comparison. How many times did MJ say he's the greatest? None. Everybody else said it for him. LeBron, he said it at least fifteen times last week. I know. I mean, yeah, I know. He never, I know. Michael never says I'm the goat. He even turned over the dream team captain duty to the old timers, Larry yeah. and Magic. You know, he was supposed to be the captain. Uh, and LeBron, um, I believe there was a season where MJ um, was the world champion, was the MVP of the finals, was the MVP of the league, was the defensive player of the year, was the lead scorer in the NBA of the year, was the lead steal guy. In the, I mean, shut up, LeBron. Yeah, I mean, look, look. LeBron is a, one of the top players. I would know if if you put it, guys in their prime. If you put LeBron up there versus Tim Duncan in his prime, I'm taking Tim Duncan. It, it, and, and every time, and and there's one reason why, he's a winner. He's a win. So much is not paid to that. Who drafted Stetson Bennett? Do you know? Do you know off the top of your head who drafted Stetson Bennett? Oh, um, I'm gonna say um, the Falcons. I'm going to tell you this right now. Stetson Bennett will be a starter in the league in two years. 
Probably, yeah. Yeah. But, I and, thought AJ McCarron would make it. Yeah, I I mean I mean but I look at Stetson Bennett like this. Stetson Bennett won. There is there is so much there's not enough infamous emphasis put on being able to win. It takes a special person. Look at Roger Stallback. He had that. Troy Aikman, as a Cowboy fan, he had it. Tony Romo never had it. Dak Prescott doesn't have it. The Rams took him. Oh, yeah, he'll be – oh, oh, that's a perfect place for him. Stetson Bennett in L.A., let Matthew Stafford ride off into the sunset, bring in Bennett. I'm telling yeah. you right now, the kid is going to surprise a lot of people. Yeah, I remember he played in Georgia, correct? Yeah, he's the guy who won the yeah. national championship like every yeah, year. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, you know, uh, do you want? Uh, do you want? Um, let's see, Lamar Jackson, or do you want Brett Favre? Oh, I want Brett Favre all day. Brett Favre, okay, Brett Favre all day long. All right. day long. Now, if you were to say, do I want Lamar Jackson or do I want Doug Williams? I'm going to take Doug Williams all day long because Doug Williams fucking won. And he did win. No, he did. He, he did win. And uh, Lamar, Lamar, you great. But man, when you when it was at minute thirteen in the game, he threw a pick at the thirteen game. Oh uh, wow, you had a great, great year with five hundred yards passing and stuff. But we didn't win. Yeah, really. Try telling Larry Bird you're worried about scoring and not winning, yeah. or Magic Johnson you're yeah. worried about. I like to score more. Like get off my fucking team, bro. Yeah. We're here to win. I don't. Uh, I don't care if I don't even touch the ball. If we win, I'm good. There's a there's a great podcast, and I see videos. Of, I'm not sure what it's called, but it's got Will Clark on it. And Will Clark is one of my all-time favorite baseball players because he was such a hard-nosed fucking ball player. He was Horrible a, swing, though. <laughs> oh, probably the, one of the top three swings of all time. All time, right. Um, but he was talking about, like, uh, what would happen in the old days. They, they showed him a clip of a guy, and it took the guy 39 seconds to round the bases for a home run. And they said, Will, what would happen the next time this guy got on base? He goes, Oh, we would oh. throw over to first base a few times, and I would slap the shit out of him. <laughs> or maybe the next batter might be missing his ear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, and it's so funny to watch that the, today's modern athlete, and we don't even have to say, like, the, the former athlete. We can go back to Will Clark's time in the 80s and 90s. That Those were hard-nosed ball players. We don't have that today. We have a bunch of prima donnas, and the hard-nosed players stand out. Yeah, and like the J.J. Reddicks that come out and say that they couldn't last in today's league. Okay, first off, buddy, even guys like Michael Cooper, hey, Larry, whatever, would, hey, I got that respect him. He would say, no, you, first off, you guys got your time, you, you young guys, you, you're bombing from downtown. No, I don't even see anybody. I, I think they, they should have a snack bar in the key because nobody uses that anymore. You're just bombing, bombing. So don't you tell me that it's a little rougher now than it was back then when you had James Worthy pulling on your jersey and elbowing you, and you had to worry about lamb beer trying to oh, hurt Jesus. you for good. You know, don't even try to go there, Reddit. Like, you know, you know, guys would get so mad, like the Dominique Wilkins and stuff. They get so mad when they hear this guy, this, uh, this young guy, tell me it's rougher. Oh, Cooper's like, oh, you know what? You would not score on no. today. He no, and, 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 and I've you got one name. I got one name for you. Charles Oakley. Charles Oakley would fucking, he would, he would probably rape you in the key. 
That's how tough he was. Charles Oakley was the fucking man when it came down to that shit. Yeah, they, I mean, they, they they played. They respected each other, but they played hard. Yeah. You know, and they played to win. You know, it was no more, you know, like I say, uh, you have 12, 12 points in the, in the game, but but just off uh, 10 assists or whatever. You know, uh, they hit the clutch one to, you know, uh, win. Win the game. Yeah, you know, that's what will, it's about. You know how many NBA guys act all, all happy and stuff because they're on TV, but you know inside they're like, man, I'm not playing enough. I should be scoring this and that. I'm going to start taking shots, man. I don't care. You know, <laughs> you know that's going on. Oh, guys are like, I need to look good. You know, and it's like, and no, no, you know, you need to win games. Who, who, without, without what guy would, Allen Iverson wouldn't be what he is today? Larry Brown. Yeah, oh, absolutely. What would Mike Tyson be without Castamato? Nothing. He'd be a thug in prison, probably. Yep. And I mean, you know, they, these are good guys, and they're champions. They're just champions. Yeah. Um, all right, last thing that we're going to talk about. Now, you, you have an interesting case where you live because this probably won't affect you very much. This is going to affect the rest of the country, though. Um, when you want to watch your favorite team, the Pittsburgh Steelers, play, if they're not on local TV, you've got an easy route to go to a casino or a bar somewhere in, in, in the Reno area because it is a gambling town, and you can watch your team play anywhere you want to go. Right. Um, for those people that don't have casinos or a lot of sports bars, um, they have relied heavily on the Sunday ticket that was sponsored, uh, that was all a part of Direct TV. Yeah. Well, DirecTV no longer is in charge of the Sunday ticket. I am well aware of this development. Yes, I follow it closely, actually. Um, the NFL Sunday ticket is now moving to YouTube. Right. Now, first of all, the price is going to cost you anywhere from $249 for the season all the way up to $489 for the season. Yeah. Here's my question I have. How dumb is this that they've moved it to YouTube? Hey, it's just like, why is why is the ballpark named Levi's Stadium? Who's paid the most? I mean, they did. We wanted Brock. This NFL Sunday ticket was so huge that people finally realized, well, uh, oh, no, you can get NFL Red Zone with your cable company, or you can get whatever. But the only way, and that was DirecTV's thing, the only way you can get NFL Sunday ticket, you got to have DirecTV. And that's why if I was ever satellite, it was DirecTV. And sometimes you got it by signing up. You got NFL Sunday ticket yeah. for free. Obviously, that's not happening anymore. It costs money. Uh, YouTube, which YouTube TV, which is about, they went up like 10 bucks. They used to be like 64, something like 74, 84 down. But I'm telling you what, if I was going to sign up, if I wasn't, you know, such a cheapskate, okay, I would buy, if I had an iPick, I would take YouTube TV. They have like all the SEC networks and, and the big, they even have the Longhorn Network, all the things like that. And so they're a great provider, but the price now is just outrageous. But the thing is, the YouTubes are going to become just like the CBSs and the Foxes. It's all going to be, it's all coming into one, you know. See, this is why I'm so glad I moved back to Texas into the Dallas-Fort Worth area because I'll always get Cowboy games. And I, I, I really don't care about any other games. I, I, I don't. I, I thought the whole prime TV Thursday night last year, I thought that was a massive failure. And looking back on it, the ratings they got, it was a massive failure, but they're still going to continue to go down this road. I do believe that the um, 
the YouTube experience is going to be a big failure. I really do. You know, the streaming thing, and also, if you remember, the Prime thing also, it was also on Fox or NFL Network, too. This year, Thursday Night Prime will be on Prime It. That's it. You have to stream it to see Thursday Night Prime. You cannot be over the air. You've got to stream it. But there is a thing where if you live, say, in San Francisco, and they're on Prime, I believe a local channel gets to show it for free you if are you live correct. right in that city. But other than that, yeah, it's going to be streaming. You have to have it. You know, you have to stream it to get it. Now, the one reason that they will always be free TV is because, you know, when, which I don't believe is, I'm kidding, but the zombie apocalypse comes, whatever, when all the servers are down and everything, and we got to tell people to get to the fallout shelter, it's going to be CB radios and free over the air broadcasting is going to be able to tell people because you know they don't you know now people have to check their wi-fi do we have any pizza in the freezer still mac let me hold on i i have no idea the wi-fi's down i can't check the freezer cam <laughs> you know so it's, right. so it's all streaming every but so it uh but you know free tv will always be there that's why it's a law because you know in case there's natural disasters things like that that's how you you have to get to people because you know you can't count on, you know, mm-hmm. uh, same you for know, radio. You can't count on a spinning wheel when the Russians are attacking. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, the same thing goes for terrestrial radio. That's why it's around. That's why it'll never right. die. That's why it'll always be around. I think this idea. Look, I understand the NFL is doing this to make money. They're a business. More power to them. I think the NFL is starting to it, – it's going to become one of those things that's too big to fail, and it's going to end up biting them in the ass because there's so much money involved in the NFL. And I real know. Fans, it's crazy. The money – I'm looking at it like a baseball stadium. They're not sold out. There's a local – but he just signed for what, $450 million? How did they pay that? I don't get it. Like, it's TV money. It and is. they got to make – they got to pay the bills. And I think that, that ticket prices, because ticket prices are ridiculous for games now. I mean, absolutely ridiculous because usually I, I bought tickets yesterday for just a real quick example. Um, one of my, my, my childhood heroes, Kevin Von Erich of the famed Von Erich wrestling family, right. is doing a one-man talk show about world-class championship wrestling on September 1st here in Dallas. I bought my tickets yesterday. I'm so excited about this event. Now, I was able to go on Ticketmaster and purchase my tickets right then and there, and I paid like $70 a ticket, which that that wasn't too bad, right? Um, But once those tickets hit the secondary market, it's ridiculous. You've lost it. If you haven't gone out and gotten to the preset, look at all the Taylor Swift problems that they had. Look at NFL games. If you try to buy a ticket on a second tier, you're paying three times what the face of the ticket costs. Yep, yep. And sometimes your best bet people don't realize, especially you go to the Rose Bowl, 106,000 people. Sometimes your best bet is showing up and buying from Tyrone or yeah. buying from Steve on the corner. It really is. I bought I bought my national championship tickets for half price of what my buddy paid because there's a zillion seats. And I know it's a big ticket, but guess what? Get there, get on scene, and you'll find out, wow, you might be able to, especially it's almost game time, and there's still a guy standing over there, four tickets in his hand, waving them up in the air. Yep. You know, he's ready to let him go. He wants to go sit down. You know, so sometimes that's your best bet. It's risky at times, but yeah. But, but, but yeah, I mean, it's just, you don't, get 
I mean, the tickets, they just exponentially get more and more expensive as you go to different, you know, servers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, I, and, and my dad used to have a trick. And we did this a few times for, like, uh, SMU. When SMU would take on big teams like Texas, we would go and we would wait in the car. We would listen to the first three or four minutes of the game, and then we would find a scalper. Once the game starts, they got to get rid of them tickets. They're, they're looking to get rid of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And if it's scalper friendly, they're just begging people. I got to get in there. You know, I want to. Yeah, and you're ready. You're good to go. But like you say, you take a chance. You know, you're not, you got. My buddy didn't want to fly. Didn't want to go all the way to the Rose Bowl and get. And I said, dude, I've been to these games. I've been to the Afghanistan Championship. There are going to be guys. You park in a golf cart at the a golf uh, a golf course yeah. at the Rose Bowl. Oh, I've you're been there. You been there? Oh, I've been to the Rose Bowl three times. I saw Texas yeah. beat Michigan. I saw Texas beat USC, and I saw Alabama cheat and beat Texas. And I had a park. I only drove to one of those games because I was on like a, a a tour bus for the other ones. The last one I went to, I, I drove, and I had a park on the eleventh hole. I was so goddamn far away from the Rose Bowl, but you park on a golf course there. Walk on the golf course. I got out of. He paid three hundred bucks for our tickets. I got out, we got out of our car, I think it was a par four ninth hole, I think I buried it, but then we got out of our car, and, and the guy says, hey, I says, he had two tickets, I said, how much? He goes, 300 each, that's what we paid. He goes, 300 each, I said, I'll give you 300 for both. He goes, deal. I look at my buddy, look at, we're here 10 freaking seconds, and I've cut our price in half already, you know, like, but, you know, like I said, he didn't, well, he wants to make sure we're getting in, I can see his point a little bit, but, you know, you'd be surprised at how many tickets you can get. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, and, and it comes down to how bad do you want to go. If you want to go super-duper bad, you'll buy them for the exorbitant price. I, 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 and I don't judge that. I, I understand it. There are events I want to go to. Um, but if it's not that big a deal, but you're there, hey, if you can get a deal, get a deal. Right. And if it's a Rose Bowl, if you don't get in, go check out Guns and Roses at the Whiskey and go <laughs> It's right down the street. Right down the street, the Rainbow Room. Get some great cocaine while you're there. Yeah, you can hang I, out with the ghost of Lemmy and and, and and play the video poker machine with him. Right, right. I, I was wearing a, an alligator eyeslash shirt when I was in the Whiskey at Go-Go. It didn't go very well. No, I can imagine. Well, Joe, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, I hope you have a great weekend, my friend, and uh, we will chat next week, buddy. Really quick, i got to ask you really quick about a technical issue I'm having. Okay. Okay, so my satellite I'm trying to hook up, right? And in the instructions, it says take the mail connector and then the cable. And then the other, it says to put it in the female connector. Well, my mail connector, he's, 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 he's calling social injustice. He identifies as a female. Oh, my. So I've taken the mail connector and I put it, I tried to put, you know, the little penis part of the mail connector. I tried to shove it in the other mail connector. I still can't get a picture on my TV. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's new technology that isn't keeping up with today's world. So yeah, I, I, I'm I, I don't know what I'm to gonna have to, I'm going to have to say, look, I know this is going to be a social injustice, but I'm going. you're a male connector. I'm going to have to make, to make it work, I'm going to have to hook you up to the female connector. I apologize. <laughs> All right, Joe. We'll, we'll talk oh, to you next buddy. week, my friend. <laughs> All right. I'll love you, buddy. See you, pal. Uh, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. Oh, shit. Hold on a second. Oh, God almighty. I did forget that. Oh, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. We got to call him right back. Thank you, bratty kid. Hold on. We got to call you back. I hope he answers.
Joe. I know you're listening. Hello. Joe, Joe, I'm sorry. You know, we missed this the other day, but... Um, well, look, my wife has a rule in her family. When somebody's birthday, sing happy birthday. You ready? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Joe Murphy, say Happy birthday, dear Alice. Joe Murphy. Happy birthday to you. That's Joe Biden. That was Joe Biden singing you happy birthday because it was your birthday this week. I love it. I've got my vote. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, no. Well, it's my next birthday singer, not president. There you go. Hey, well, happy belated birthday to you, my friend. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it a lot. Thanks right. a lot, man. Bye, I have a lot of fun all the time. See ya. There you go. There we go. We got that in. Thank you to Braddy Kid. Braddy Kid, listener of the day. Look at that. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. You're out, says I need to get a second job at a sports bar. I don't want to actually work, though. I just want to watch sports for free. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. That'd be okay, but you'd probably have to work. You know, that'll get in the way. You don't want that. That's a pain in the ass. I mean, nobody wants that. By the way, uh, I said it earlier. I'll say it again. Happy May the 4th be with you. There you go. All right, we said it again. Hangtown Jen started the show with it. Great, fantastic. We can stop that now. Okay, good. Uh, congratulations going out to Ask Family member Cindy last night who had her big stand-up show with Carlos Rodriguez, another member of the Ask Family, one of the most talented members of the Ask Family, Carlos Rodriguez. Um had a big show, I guess, last night at Laughs Unlimited. Things went great. Uh, Cindy called me during the break. I, I texted her. I was like, how'd it go? She called me and let me know that for some odd reason she had two door dashes at her door of Taco Bell and McDonald's and have no idea how they got there. So it must have been a great show last night. So congratulations to her for that. Also, congratulations going out for something I didn't think I'd ever say. Yes, that's Cindy. Uh, Hangtown Jen. MSNBC tops Fox News in primetime ratings. Woof. Oh, my God. After they fired Tucker Carlson, Fox has gone into the proverbial shitter, and they have lost to Rachel Maddow. Fox won the day. Rachel Maddow's numbers handedly beat Sean Hannity at Fox, who used to benefit from Carlson as a lead-in. Oof, that is not going to sit well at Fox Network. But you see what happens. I love it. I th- th- This is what I love. This is showing how America actually works. If you piss us off, if you piss the right people off, we will take the most important thing from you, and that is money. You don't have ratings now to sell in prime time, which you used to be able to sell at an exorbitant amount of money because you had the ratings. You don't have them anymore. This is going to cause layoffs. This is going to cause panic. And why? Because you bowed down. It rises. We stopped watching all of Fox News because of it. Well, it's clear her closing act, and you just ruined it for everyone now, Ogre. <laughs> oh, about shitting herself on stage? News? What is news? Well, the, 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 um, the, the info, the, in, uh, what did I call this? The interformation or uh, infotain- I- infotainment. That was the word I came up with. That's what these networks all deal in is infotainment. That's all. They don't give you the real news. That's a great call you're out. But they still sell a lot of advertising and infotainment numbers. And by the way, once they start using that, I'm going to sue them for copyright infringement because I said it first. They're trying to, uh, yes, Rupert Murdoch is trying to sell Fox News, and it, he's not going to get what he wants. 
If you're a buyer, you look at it and go, where are your numbers? I'll give you this amount. You're asking for this amount, but I'll give you this. No? Okay, bye. I will watch PBS NewsHour if I can, and that's it. Any word on their streaming service numbers? Uh, Their streaming service is a catastrophe. Their streaming service has always been a catastrophe. Uh, There are videos out there of how, how... Fucking Tucker Carlson was just fucking belittling it while he was still there. See, this is the thing I don't get. And maybe it upsets me a little bit. And I'm going to let you in on a little insight into me. There's nothing I hate more than when celebrities start podcasts. It's my own thing. You've got a television show. You've got, I don't know why Jimmy Fallon has a podcast. I don't. Comedians having podcasts, not a bad idea. I, I think it's okay. They show that they want to be in radio, and they've always wanted to be in radio, and I understand that because we are the true geniuses of comedy. But, like, I, I used to get so upset when I would see somebody signed a deal with Sirius XM, who was a celebrity, because they made it look like radio was so easy. And all these celebrities try to make it look so easy to podcast, which it's not, unless you know what you're doing. If you know what you're doing, it's fucking easy. This is an easy job. This is not even a job. But if you don't know what you don't understand the element of time, you don't know how to fill up three hours worth of fucking air. And that's what I do. And I've been doing it for almost 30 years. So I'm accustomed to it. I don't know why you hire people that aren't accustomed to that. Uh, the only news I watch is the local weather is to see the state of animals that escape the zoo and call themselves citizens. I do. I, I enjoy local news now a lot more than I used to. That's fantastic. I mean, it's all garbage. It's all slanted. Yeah, I, I get my news by by all the websites I go to and then putting together things and researching things and doing all the non-fun things that I bring you. Biden, we have the Ass News Network. Oh, the Ass News Network. We we would not be popular at first. And then people, all the people that, 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 that threw away Budweiser, they'd be watching it. Oh, man, America could not handle me as a, a nightly anchor. Can you imagine me doing a nightly show on cable? And I'm going to tell you this right now. Yeah, we, if it's on cable, I'm using F-words. I'm using all the bad words that I want because I'm on cable. Fuck you. And I will gladly have people on my show like AOC, and I will tell her to shut the fuck up if she gets talking too much. This is my show, honey. We need, and, and this is a hope I had a few years ago was for the Vice Network, even though now they've plunged into financial destitution or destitutes, and they file for bankruptcy, and they're going to be sold, and we might not get all the dark side of the ring, and I'm pissed about that. But Vice Network, at least when they first started, they they, they seemed to be a, t- a tad bit on the refreshing side when it came to covering things, and then they went totally slanted. It didn't take them long. But, I mean, I saw a news report there where they had somebody who went, this is a true story, you can look it up. They went to Puerto Rico. And they, they, they told the story about how it's a rite of passage that boys fuck donkeys there. I'm not kidding. They're hand to God. Hand to God. And, and, and they, they talked to, like, these village girls. 
And they're like, yeah, we know that the boys have sex with donkeys, but that's just what they do. One boy's like, yeah, I've, I've had sex with like six donkeys. Then the reporter follows the fella, and he goes, and he, this was the grossest thing I think I've ever seen on TV. So the vice reporter's like, hey, um, uh, our fellow over there, uh, whatever his San Juan, Puerto Rico name is, uh, he's doing it with a donkey right now. And they kind of showed it, and he was behind the donkey, and his pants were down on the ground. And he got done, and he walked to this part in the field. There was a bunch of water that had accumulated, you know, like, uh, like a mosquito trap. And I kid you not, the dude, after he got done boning the donkey, he took his pants all the way off and dipped his balls and in, in, in unit into that fucking murky-ass water to clean himself off. And then he came over to do an interview. Hand to God. Hold on a second here. See, I, I know I know that, that there are going to be some people that don't believe. <sighs> Vice Network. Sex with donkeys. Columbia. Yep. Yep. There you go. Hey, I'm Ryan Duffy. We're here in New York City. We actually just got... Mm-hmm. Figured we'd do some investigating of our own. Aren't you scared of getting kicked? No, I give it to her salt. Oh, here we go. Hold on a second. There we go. There's the fella. There's the donkey. Oh, he's taking the donkey out in the field. Taking his jeans. He's got a cigarette. No cigarette for the donkey. So, uh, Martinez back there preparing. Uh, he's getting himself aroused. And How do you not aroused around a donkey? Fuck the donkey. <laughs> uh, so he's going to give us a shout when he's ready to, uh, to mount. To go to town? This is in Colombia. <laughs> nothing good. Sorry, I said Puerto Rico. It's, My bad. <laughs> It's walking behind a tree to find a... Sp- oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, there he is. Oh, he's going to it's town. Like surprise. You knew it was coming. He's biting his shirt. There he is going to town on a donkey. Show him wash himself. Come on. Come on. Show him. Oh, man. He's, oh, he's going. Wait a minute. The donkey is flashing a tail. This guy's got some stamina. Really not into it, man. The donkey's just eating those, grass. Uh, now he's hugging the donkey's ass. For situations where I thought it was going to be really funny, and now I'm so bummed, and there's not enough fucking rum in all of Colombia. <laughs> oh, man. We were told a variety of reasons that this might be happening. We were told it's... There he goes. Hey, he's show. off. We told he's to off to find the, the water. Rum and Catholicism in Colombia. Oh, my God. Even an economic reason was suggested. This looks like, this looks like a murky pit. Of, oh, my I'm God. I'm not going to wrap this up in any tidy bag. Oh, my God. It exists. I found it. There you go. I think I'm going to vomit. Ooh. Is that Don Lemon reporting? It's Kinky Kelly and the Sexy Stud. Barf, poor donkey. No. Now, that is reporting. Um, yes, you can watch the video there. You're welcome. Um, 
Big news out of Hollywood yesterday. Kevin Costner is getting a divorce. His wife of 18 years has filed for divorce, saying that the, the he worked too much. Um, Kevin, who celebrated his 68th birthday, Christine's 49, married on his ranch in Colorado. Now, in his last divorce, he lost $80 million. He's got a prenup that's pretty much going to save everything. At least that's what he thinks. Uh, let's see. Uh, Maybe this will help bring Yellowstone back. I don't know because he didn't want to work that much because his wife was mad, and then he signed on to do a movie, and she got even madder. So he filed for divorce, and and the text messages between your out and I were I, I, they're they're personal and they're funny, but but because she's on the Kevin Costner train, I, I I I I'm shocked. I'm shocked, but Kevin Costner newly single. Your house says, so you're saying there's a chance? You're goddamn right I am. You're goddamn right I am. Now, sad news to report today. It seems that Taylor Swift is no longer available. They are reporting this morning that Taylor Swift the deadest lay in all the entertainment business, is now dating another British fella. Pop megastar Taylor is in love with Matt Healy of the band 1975. All right, now now we have to do this. Hold on a second here. One, nine, seven... The 1970, is that what they're called? The 1975? Okay, let's see what this sounds like. I hate this already. Oh, Jesus. She's dating another vagina. Why doesn't she just come out as a lesbian? I mean, she's never dated a man. She was engaged to that fella, what was his name? Joe Alwyn, who was an actor, shitty actor at that, hadn't really done anything. I mean, she's been linked to Jake Gyllenhaal, not a man. Harry Styles, not a man. Has she ever dated a man? Like, has she ever gone out with somebody like, like I don't know, like Joe Rogan? Has she ever dated a man? Now, Ken Dog has given me breaking news here about Kevin Costner. Uh, there's a report out today uh, that he is not returning to um, Yellowstone after season five. Meaning... They're going to wrap everything up at Yellowstone with season five. And then they're going to transition into the four sixes ranch. That's what's going to happen. So look for Kevin Costner's character to get killed off. That's what I see happening. And then Beth will take over the Dutton ranch and move it down to the four sixes to where she can be with Rip. And then they'll, they'll live happily ever after. And we'll have a believable ranch story about a ranch in Texas. Finally. But none of that's going to happen because the writers are all on strike right now. So there you go.
Um, butthead, this sucks. Change the channel. No way, Beavis. <laughs> Suffer, dude. Uh, I've got a project Costner can work on. I don't know why anyone being pregnant, so I I I do scene came out a while. Joe Jonas, uh, Taylor Lautner. Yeah, not men. Jack is going to the train station. I'm calling it now. Does Chris Griffin count? Hot take. I don't get the Taylor Swift appeal on any level. Her music, sex appeal, or actual obsession people have over her, I don't get it at all. Let's see. Musically, I can understand that. Look, she when she was a, a country artist, she wasn't bad, and then she dipped into the pop world and she became a megastar. Okay, no problem there. You crossed over. I ain't gonna hold that against you. Your your music isn't my favorite, but you have some talent. The sex appeal thing, I've never gotten. I it be, because Taylor Swift. Here's the thing with Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift has never projected herself as a sex symbol. Britney Spears wearing the schoolgirl outfit, sex symbol. Christina Aguilera in the genie outfit, sex symbol. Taylor never did any of that. Taylor backed it all up with her talent and her songwriting. And you have to give her credit for that because she has sold a shit ton of records. Her sex appeal, I, I stand firmly that she has never once given a blowjob. Not once. She has never seen a penis close up. She won't sing into regular microphones because they're too phallic. She's beautiful, but her music is not for me. Mm. And strictly, Taylor has a great body, but her demeanor and lack of talent makes her ugly as a pile of ostrich. See, here's the thing, is that people tried to sexualize her, but she never did. She was never one of these people that was going to be one of the hottest or anything like that. She was Taylor Swift. She was like a, 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 a very awkward, like, like, you know when a new horse is born and they're awkward and they're all gangly? That's what's always reminded me of Taylor Swift. Not that she's ugly like a horse, but that she that. Quite all that coordinated. Just that. She's fucking Taylor Swift. That man is pleasing her. Okay. She doesn't have a great body, though. She's just tall with long limbs. See, it's always the ones you think that don't give blowjobs that are the freakadeeks in the bed. Not Taylor. No. Taylor Swift and Emma Stone, two deadest lays in all the entertainment world. She's a tall blonde with blue eyes, not unique at all. If she doesn't uh, wasn't who she was, would you look twice? Probably not. No, probably not. So there you go. Kevin Costner leaving Yellowstone after season five. Kind of knew that one's happening. Thank you, though, Ken Dog. I appreciate it. Taylor Swift off the market. I won't say that, Scott, because another show used to say that, so that's why I came up with the horse reference. Uh, let's see, um, strange report out of Hollywood. Very, very strange. And and I don't know how much of this is true or how much is not. According to the Hollywood Reporter, pretty good source, Ellen DeGeneres is being forced to step down after a show due to the reason why she left the show were accusations of sexual harassment, groping, 
and other forms of misconduct. A former Warner Brothers employee who worked with the show said the company turned a blind eye to the alleged misconduct because the series is a, quote, cash cow. This was just tweeted out yesterday. Now, I don't know what's behind all this. I don't know if it's true or not. But isn't it funny? Isn't it funny that we get these stories about these talk show hosts and hostesses? And I'm lumping Oprah in on this. And when you hear the real stories behind them about how awful of people they are, even though in front of that camera, Ellen gives away tons and tons of stuff, and so did Oprah. Do they give that stuff away to cleanse their soul of how awful a human beings they are? Now, I used to, I I, I used to. Um, Think about Ellen to me was one of those I used to stand up for because I thought she was wrongfully separated from her ilk because she sat next to George W. Bush at a Cowboys game. And that's when the backlash really started with her because she doubled down on it. She didn't make jokes about it or didn't make jokes about him. She was kind of proud of who she sat next to because she considered him a friend. And that's why she was canceled. But if this is the truth, oof. People like Ellen and Oprah were good once, but it happens all too often. Power and money corrupted their souls. Ellen will be blamed for Twitch's death somehow. Oh, she's already been lumped in. She, she an unsafe working environment, a, a, a boss that was too demanding. And this is where we have to pull ourselves aside. And we have to ask ourselves, is that fair or not? I heard lots of bad stories about Oprah Winfrey and what she said about people and things like that. And you hear these stories about Ellen being being rough in the workplace. Now, let's take the sexual component out of it. Let's take the groping and all that kind of stuff out of it. If Ellen was a dick, is that a problem? She was an asshole to her staff. Is that a problem or is that somebody who's driven? I mean, you shouldn't be an asshole. Let, let, let's get that out there in, in, in the, the forefront. But if you're driven by winning and if you're driven by being number one and putting on great shows and people find you to be an asshole for that, are you really an asshole? Because we are at that stage in our country, people. We're at that stage where people, and, and I know that you're out, you were joking about this, because if you ever got a job, you would do it, that job, to the best of its ability, because that's the way you were raised. But there are a lot of people, I get to see, it, I, I get to hear about this firsthand with the people that, that Braddy Kid work with, the younger people. Somebody is actually quitting the grocery store because they don't want to work anymore. They're like 19 years old. They, they don't want to work anymore. Now, if you get a driven boss like Ellen and you get somebody like that who has that mindset, well, of course that person's going to hinder bad feelings towards Ellen because Ellen wants to win. C.A. says Ellen is just annoying as fuck. 
I, I understand, and I'm using Ellen because she is the example at hand. But put any successful person in there. Are they really an asshole? Or are they driven to succeed? Now, if these accusations are true due to several sexual harassment, groping, and misconduct, if that's true, then Ellen's a bad person. But if this is just a smokescreen, we'll see. Um, this sto- I, I haven't done a lot on this story because there's not a lot to... I'm, I'm tired of these... Once again, what has happened to journalism in our country? I uh, remember when Rosie O'Donnell had a talk show in the 90s where she was deemed the queen of nice. We saw how nice she really was after that. Very true. Very, very true. Jamie Foxx has spoken for the first time since suffering what they call a medical complication in April. They've stopped a a movie production because he's been in the hospital since April, like mid-April. He's got people guest hosting his Shazam show with his daughter. And Jamie Foxx has just come out and said, appreciate all the love, feeling blessed. They said he he suffered a medical complication. What the fuck is that? And by the way, where is the media finding out what that is? Now, you can go on and say, Arnie, it's a personal thing. It's a personal thing? Wait a second. Where is the media that dives into everybody's lives? Where is that media? Oh, because Jamie Foxx is a protected member? I'm sorry. I haven't done this story because there's nothing to report. Jamie Foxx was filming a movie one day, and then lo and behold, he's in the hospital since April 14th or 15th. Uh, depends. Uh, you have to be tough, boss. When I had night 13 employees, we had time to write on one, even fire people. You can't allow their tears and apologies. No, you can't. Fox probably overdosed on Coke. I guarantee Fox had a stroke. Guarantee. He was talking about P. Diddy, jab symptoms. I Literally, I don't know what it is. I think if it was jab symptoms, I think people would have come out so they could start fucking exposing the COVID thing. There's a story also about a track athlete, a gold medalist, the 32-year-old who died suddenly over the weekend. Everything that's being written makes that one sound like a suicide. That's a, the, but nobody's saying what it is. What happened in the media? We knew how we knew how uh, uh, Whitney Houston died two minutes after she died. This media that will jump in everybody's fucking business. You remember those lawyers who were protecting their houses? Remember how the media jumped in? Do you have the remember how the media, and this was the print media, in St. Louis when that guy was shot in the middle of the street because he was going for the cop's gun? A week after that happened, if you drove by the cop's house, you would see his lawnmower still in the front yard. Because the New York Times gave out his address. Where's that media? 
maybe should run for Senate. How dare you? There's too much hush money in the pharma companies have. He had brain aneurysm and a stroke is what I read. Wow. Honey, the good news is Whitney Houston's been sober for 13 years. (laughs) Just say what it is. There is truth in the phrase, the, the, the truth will set you free. Let me tell you. I tried to kill myself. I took razors to my wrists, and I cut so deep that I grossed out a paramedic. I'm not trying to grow. You could see bone. But it kept coagulating so I didn't die. And I'm very, very happy that I didn't die. And I spent a week in the nut house. Fucking most, the, the greatest show prep training for this job in the world. And then I took another two weeks off from my radio show. And I was meet, I met with a therapist a couple times. I, I, I liked the therapist that I had in the nut house, but he recommended me to somebody who was terrible. So that didn't last. But every single doctor and every single therapist came to me and said, you don't have to explain this to your listeners. And I looked at him, and I said, yes, I do. I can't be off the air for a month and go, no comment. First of all, what good is that? Secondly, it leads to even more speculation. That's why when I came back on the show after my hiatus from cutting my wrists, the first thing I said, and I was warned about all this, and I said, bring it on. I used to make fun of people who tried to kill themselves. I called them losers, and I said, I am the biggest loser here because I tried to quit. I didn't hide the fact that I did that. I was not proud of it by any means. Don't think that me telling you is that I'm proud of what I did. I'm ashamed to this day of what I did. I'm ashamed that I made my father go through that. I'm ashamed that I made my father walk into a nut house to see his son. But what good is hiding it? If you're in the public eye and you have a lot of people that care about you, they just want to know you're okay. And that's why I didn't hold back. And you know what, Jamie Foxx? You could help people. One of my proudest stories ever happened on one of the worst days I ever had. Uh, I'm not being racist here, and I know none of the ass family will take it that way, but I know from which I speak, African-American males have many health issues. Strokes are at the top of that list. Heart disease, heart issues are very common. Black men do not go to doctors. Black men love fried, greasy southern food. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of factors that go into this, and could, and I could go into this, but family history is a hashtag as well, yeah. Um, the worst day of my life was when my dad died, I, and you all know that. Um, and when they took him away, when they hauled his carcass off, I knew that he was being taken care of. 
uh, at, at, at the Neptune Society, probably the worst organization known to mankind, the Neptune Society. I will never say a good thing about those fucking lying bastards. But for a week, I had to call them. I had to come completely relive everything that I was going through every single morning, calling them, when is my dad's ashes ready? Where is the death certificate? We need the death certificate to take and close these accounts out. My sister's in town. I have to do all this. Neptune Society told me, oh, well, we've been trying to get a hold of his doctor. We're playing phone tag right now. I said, oh, okay. And I let three days go by, and my sister got into town. She's like, we need to make this happen. I said, okay, well, I'm waiting on them. Turns out my dad's doctor was out of town and had been out of town for a week. They lied to me. They weren't playing phone tag with him. I had to call the head of the hospital. Had to call the head of the VA hospital. And my name still carried weight in Reno at that time. Needless to say, I wasn't the friendliest person to deal with. But guess what? It wasn't the VA's fault. It was the Neptune Society's fault. We got it all hashed out. Found my dad that had been sitting in some fucking cooler for a week because of this bullshit. Which had me at Arnie level 46, which nobody ever wants to see. Uh, Arnie, my mom and stepdad have all their things going through Neptune Society now. I'm freaking out. I'm not trying to freak you out. I'm, I'm telling you about the horribleness that I went through. So I got I, I called the uh, the Washoe County uh, Board of Health or whatever where you called to find out if death certificates have been. And the lady, she knew who I was. And she said, Arnie, I'm so sorry you had to go through this. It is in the, the cache. It will be delivered to the Neptune Society today. And I said, okay, thank you so much. And I was trying not to be mean to them because they were trying to help me. And I'll never forget, uh, I called the Neptune Society. I said, when do you get your deliveries? And they knew my voice. They said, oh, it'll be here by 1.30. I said, okay, great. Now, my sister was in town. Uh, we were planning to have a nice big meal that night. I was barbecuing steaks for everybody. Uh, so I was out, and I, I, I volunteered to go get the wine for him because I knew a good wine to get him. And just so happened that Ben's Liquor was right next door to the Neptune Society on Moana. And it's 2 o'clock, and I have yet to receive a phone call. Now, I'm telling you this whole story to wrap it all together, and you'll understand. You're like, wait a second, you talked about your suicide. Yeah. Get to the Neptune Society. And I said, I'm here to pick up my dad. Said, oh, they didn't deliver it. And I looked at this woman. I said, what do you mean they didn't deliver it? I said, it was on their queue to pick up today. And what's going to happen now is you're going to call your delivery guy and you're going to tell him to go there and pick it up. If he has it, you're going to tell him to turn around and get here right away. Well, sir, I said, no, there's no well, sirs. I need this today. And I was starting to get a little louder and a little louder. She makes a phone call. Four minutes later, four minutes. He wasn't that far away. Four minutes later, he walked in, and he had my father's death certificates. And we had to order them. They were like $35 each, so we paid a pretty penny for them anyway. So I took him, and as I'm leaving, a young woman came out from the back who did 
did their books, their accounting. And she was in tears. And, and she said, Arnie, I am so sorry that this happened to you. Um, I, I, I apologize. And then she gave me the, uh, the, the, the regional supervisor's you know, business card to where I, I wrote them a letter, very, very angry letter. And she told me, I'm so sorry this is happening to you because you're a good person. I said, well, I'm not that good a person. And she said, Arnie, you saved my life the day you did your story about cutting your wrists. She said, I was on that path, and you did that show, and you helped me more than you'll ever know. I still have bad days. I still have things I do. And that's the power. And, and all I was was a local DJ. Well, syndicated DJ, syndicated talk show host, Hall of Famer, you know, all these great things. And I help one person out. This is what I don't like about these. You can help so many people out, Jamie Foxx. Just say what happened. And, and, and you're out, talked about how black men go through that. All men, men don't like going to the doctor. They don't. But if it could happen to Jamie Foxx, it could happen to you. That's the moral of the story. My dad uh, sat at the mortuary for three full weeks, and that mortuary ended up getting sued for having dead bodies laying around and not being cremated, so that was all kind of fun, yeah. I'll never fall for that again, the signing of the death certificate. Yeah, that's fucking terrible. So I'm glad Jamie Foxx is better, but I'd like to know where the media is and where he's doing his shit. Great news to report. It looks like we're going to get a reboot of Suits. Because Meghan Markle is ready to come back to Hollywood. (laughs) She's at the William Morris Agency? Really? He suspects the mother of two will poise herself to be a power player in Hollywood as her empire beyond palace doors strikes back. If Megan doesn't end up hosting a daytime syndicated talk show, I'll be surprised. Um, who the fuck would watch that? What, 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 who would watch the Megan Markle show? Stackar, are you upset that the Vanderpump's restaurant is closing? Is that why you sent this to me? Because I've ever talked about Vanderpump rules on this show? Is this a big thing for my token Indian? They burned through that monarchy money fast. Give her a talk show, please. Please let it have call-ins. Oh, oh, that would be lovely. Can you imagine that if she did a call call or can we help you? Yes, my son wants to run a plantation for his make-a-wish wish. Will that be allowed? Ooh, now this is my wheelhouse, Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, not my. I, I've never watched that show. Uh, She got two ABC violations at other bars. Uh, You you know, with with the ABC violations, I kind of expect places like that to get them. 
do I think it's right they serve? Look, look. Let's all remember. Let's all remember. We were kids once. Okay? Was it wrong that bars served us sometimes and didn't card us? Yes. Now, if they got caught, they would be hit with ABC violations. Absolutely. Is it more? Is it wrong? Yes, it's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong that they don't card people. Okay, it's wrong. But come on, seriously, in L.A., in Hollywood, isn't that where that restaurant is? I can't give them only two. I think they did pretty well then. Um, so Meghan Markle, please get, by the way, she was on the show suits and the show suits wasn't that good. She didn't have that big a part. The lead two guys are what made that show any good. Stupid asses. I have a new favorite former hockey player. Fellow by the name of P.K. Subban. You might remember him. He dated Lindsey Vaughn for a while. Um, P.K. Subban, former hockey player, uh, played for Nashville. He's been slammed online for body shaming Lizzo live on the air, making a crass comment about the size of her lunch during an ESPN segment. Well, we need to hear this. Pack a Lizzo-sized lunch is what he said. Oh, my God. Oh, dear Lord in heaven, if I have to see this, then you have to see this. Lizzo in a purple bikini? Now come the fuck on. That is G. Oh, and there she is in a thong. Oh, and then you scroll down more, she's drinking coffee naked? Now come on. Brent, we don't need to see that. That that is a crime against humanity. Nobody wants to see that. Good for you, PK Subban. You keep making insensitive comments all the time. And by the way, by the way, he was making a joke. I swear to God. Or fat people, I, look here. I, if we're going to protect fat people now, I'm never wearing a shirt again. Holy shit, are we protecting... Oh, oh, we only protect fat black women that are really shitty at singing? Oh, I'm sorry then. Never mind, I'll keep my shirt on. Lizzo dazzles in a pearl-covered gown at the Met Gala. You know what she looks like? She Remember the... She looks like a snow cap. <laughs> remember the candy, the dark chocolate with the, with, with the little white candies on top of it? I love snow caps. She looks like a giant snow cap. PK spent his whole time playing career uh, taking cheap shots. He thought he would stop once he got in the booth. What about fat white singers like Adele? God damn it. Damn it to hell. Got me again on this today? Shit. Enough with her. Lizzo, you damn pig. Hello. It's me. I was wondering if no, after no, all I don't these meet years you. you'd like to meet. Shut up. Oh, oh. Shut up. 
Lizzo posed nude in stories, too. Yikes. Nobody wants that. I can't, I, literally, I cannot see, like, a kid grabbing his mom's Cosmo magazine. And all you young fellas, you know you did. Don't don't try. Don't don't try. Don't try to, to pretend like you never wanked once to a Cosmo or a Glamour or even possibly a Sears catalog. I can't see boys running to find the naked pictures of Lizzo so they can storm one out. If your boys do that, your boys are in all kinds of trouble. This next story would scare the shit out of my grandmother. (laughs) Surveillance footage shows suspects inside of a store trying to steal iPads and iPhones. Um, It was at a New Jersey Best Buy when all of a sudden these two future felons or, or felons who are, by the way, both under five feet tall, start brandishing weapons. And no, these are not children. They're little people. It's written as the pint-sized criminals described as both being under five feet tall tried to steal several iPhones from the store. Nothing is more important than the safety of our customers' employees, and we're grateful that no one was injured Uh, At our store, we're focused on supporting our employees and working closely with law enforcement during their investigation. Boy, you just pick one of these kids up by the back of his pants. Now, come on. I mean, these are little bitty guys. The gun's as big as that one guy's head. These guys are not going to be hard to find. You put them in a lineup... I, I, I dare you to find people that are fucking shorter than they are in a lineup. Boy, my grandmother would have been all kind of freaked out at that. My grandmother would walk to the other side of the street if she saw a midget coming. She saw these two fellas coming, she'd be freaked out. And not for the only reason that they're short. They both happen to be African-American. Uh, the Munchkin steal iPhones should be the headline. If anyone knows the identity of these people, oh, there's a phone number. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, yeah, I'm calling about the uh, the robbery at the Best Buy. I think I saw one of those guys at, at Harold's Ale House. They were having a, uh, uh, a toss-a-midget contest, and I think I threw that guy. Where's Harold's Ale House? Uh, it, it, it's in eastern New Jersey. What, what town is that, sweetie? Uh, Bumfort. It's a very, very small town. Right. That's who you're going to have to call. Okay. They're over there. 
Okay. All right. Well, it, it, this number on the thing said to call you guys, and I just want to let you know that uh, I think I, know, I tossed there's, him. There's no way that Morristown can go down to wherever that is, so what you're going to do is call them so that they can verify if it's him or not, and mm. then they'll connect with Morristown. Okay. Well, you thank, uh, thank you so much. Have a great day, and I no, love you. No problem. You too. All right. There you go. They do drive-bys and wagon gelling flying monkeys, motherfucker. Maybe they represent the iPad guild. They are members of the Lollipop Guild gang. You know how fucking hard it's going to be to find six similar little black men for a lineup? Like, what you gonna do, get two midgets and four grown men on their knees pretending? Mmm. You can always say you identify as a little person. There you go. All right, that's going to do it for us today. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you so much for being a part of the show today. Thanks to Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. Tomorrow, my buddy Hutch is going to be on the show. We're going to have a fantastic conversation about America and the world uh, and where where he sees it as a former political science uh, professor and history teacher. The I love you part always makes me laugh. Well, I've, I've got to remember to always bring that into the crank calls. So... Please remember, ask family, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, have a fantastic Thursday. And adios, everybody. Uh... I go anywhere that old wind blows Down a blacktop road Anytime No strings Attached, no ties To tie me down So why hang around When I can fly I'm free Free to do as I please Free to choose Free to be Just plain me, just plain fine I'm here And I'm there Not a care In the Blacktop road anytime. No strings attached, no ties to tie me down. So why hang around when I can fly? What tomorrow brings suits me fine And I don't dare look back on yesterday It's a throwaway, better left behind I'm free, free to do as I please Free to choose, free to be Just plain me, just plain fine I'm here and I'm there, not a care in the world, what a cure for the soul, peace of mind. I go anywhere that old wind blows, 
down a blacktop road anytime. No strings attached, no ties to tie me down. So why hang around when I can fly? So why hang around when I can fly? To beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.